Hey everybody, welcome to the show. Street Fight Radio is here, ready to go. Running late, but it was worth it. We got everything ready. We will be taking your calls tonight. We've tested it and everything. There's going to be no surprises. Thank you for being here. My name is Brett Payne. My co-host is Brian Quimby. We've got special guest Gus in the house tonight uh, taking uh, calls with us. He will spit some wisdom um, to you if you have any questions, stories, or whatever it may be. You can get a hold of us at 614-655-3887. We're looking for your calls about work. We're looking for your uh, dare stories, military recruiter, the regular street fight stuff. For those of you that don't know who we are, my, uh, we are the number one anarcho-comedy radio show on any station across the nation. We're coming out of Columbus, Ohio. You can hear us on WCRS Radio every Sunday night at 11 p.m. Uh, they they do a rebroadcast of the call-in show, but this is the live stream. So if you're on Twitch, if you're on YouTube, if you're on Facebook or Twitter, thanks for showing up. Thanks for hanging out in the chat. There's always a lot of cool people in there. Um, like once or twice, like a racist person will come in, but we'll just kick them out of the chat. Um, but other than that, it's pretty nice. Uh, you know, it's still the internet, unfortunately, and we're doing this publicly, uh, but we do our best. Um, thank you everybody here that's here. I'll just say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Right. That's just just so grateful today. That's how you start the show, man. Yeah. I say thank you to everybody. I hear it on all the other shows. Yeah. I've been pretty peeved off actually, uh, recently because, because... It's frustrating because my wife had a lapse in income from her job and we're trying to save up to get a house and it really is so frustrating to be like the bad guy that always has to say we can't spend money. Even when it's on stupid stuff, you know, like just a a quick coffee, you know, which is like turns into an $18 stop, you know, and then I have to be the one to be like, no, we can't do that. You know, we can't have... Someone give me a tea bag and a hot cup of water for four dollars. I mean, when you have a kid around, they always need a cake I pop always. and something else, and it's like this Snacks, fucking thing ain't happening. Bobo's man. bar, four dollars for them, one of those things. Um, but yeah, man, I'm frustrated as hell because I have to. I'm just constantly like, no, we're not gonna do that. You know, we don't do that now. <laughs> we don't do things, and like that's. And then it's like. We're going into like the third phase of winter now where it's like, who knows if it'll ever fucking end. And every time I want to leave the house, it's like, how much is that going to cost me exactly? You know, how much is the parking going to be? Am I going to have to get a snack? Uh, Is everybody having enough food inside of them? The answer about am I going to have to get a snack if you're leaving with your wife and kid is yes. Yeah. But the family should. It's a family affair, right? Families need snacks. Not just family. Actually, everybody needs a damn snack. Do you transport snacks with you? I do bring. We have a lot of snacks, but... Do you need better snacks? Is that the problem, maybe? The problem is is that the the snacks behind the glass counter look way more enticing than like a my bag of cashews and dried blueberries. Capitalism. Yeah. Everything looks better from a restaurant. Yeah. Like it, it, like it's like it's like I guess it's I mean I, I that, guess I could just eat these like this bag of walnuts. That Eddie Murphy cheeseburger bit he does on Raw is like the mo- uh, the most real thing in the whole world. Just fucking like yeah, you could make me a cheeseburger at home, but it isn't um, like McDonald's cheeseburger. Yeah, so yeah. I don't want that. That cheeseburger sucks. My daughter does pretty good, though. She likes to eat just cold hamburger buns with a slice of cheese on them. And yeah. So it's pretty similar to what she gets yeah. from McDonald's, too. 
I mean, it's not so. It's just like it's just frustrating to like switch it up and be like, I just I just don't live that extravagant of a lifestyle, you know. And then to tailor it back is just like why, you know? Yeah, fucking why? I know. Every time I gotta cook at home, I get the reason, so mad about it. I I like wish I never. I like wish I didn't have a kitchen. We had yeah. So we had a serious talk today, me and my wife. Like, um, and I was just like, I just. Don't think I will ever feel grown up enough to buy a fucking house. Like in my life, there's just nothing about it that seems like I'm mature enough or have achieved enough to buy a fucking house. You know, I think that about credit cards. I'll never have one of those. Yeah. Well, I have done. I have. I have accomplished that. I do have a credit card now that uh, I earn points on. And I tell you what, I think that that. That uh, keep a 30% balance is bullshit. That's the banks telling you that because then they get interest off of you. Mm -hmm. Pay it off every single month and get them to give you reward points. Yeah. yeah, That's the best advice. But um, so that's what has been bugging me, I guess. That's the bee in your bonnet. Yeah. um, And the other thing, the only reason I want to buy a house is because I was like, I have never lived in a place and not shared walls with other people. And I just want to know what it's like to have like no, I don't hear anybody walking around in the middle of the night having sex fighting fucking their kids their dogs their their weekend projects where they're running a fucking saw in the basement and i do the same i'm doing the same back at them i'm putting just as much noise up against that wall as they are i think the only thing that like would be great about not having a house or about not having because i will live in an apartment for the rest of my life i am like the rare person on this planet that does not care that i share a wall with somebody it just it doesn't bother me at all i don't have any desire to own a house none zero a yard no fucking thanks you know i just i don't mow i don't i don't like it i mean i would like to build a forge but sure sure you don't have forge room i don't have a space to build a forge in my apartment but like i just but i remember when my kid was little she liked to like I mean, literally, they bounce off the walls. That's where that phrase came from. And you always felt guilty when your kid hit the wall that hooks to the that connects to the other place. I guess that would be good. But other than that, I'm just like, well. And now my daughter is like really into staying up late and listening to music at a volume that you're like, you fucking can't. You know you can't do that. There's somebody on the other side of that wall. You gotta turn it down. You put some headphones in. Right. To be in there by yourself, just cranking music. It's called, it's a new kind of music called bedroom pop. Ah. It's not about sex. Okay. It's like the pop version of garage rock to these kids. Oh, it's like dreamy. Well, no, it's just like people in their bedroom making rock. That's what the rap pop music, that's what the thing is. That's, That's why it's called bedroom rock or bedroom pop. And I'm just like. It's okay. not bad, actually. Like it's it. not bad. I'm not, ag- I'm not against you know? it. I'm and not she's against like, it. She got super into it over the last week because she learned that finding your own music is cooler than just listening to everybody else's. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Finally. I'm waiting for that moment. I've been waiting for that. I just yeah. was like telling her, like, you know, by the time you're into 21 Savage, everybody's into 21 Savage. Yeah. You gotta find something that like you found and you can be like, yo, check out, you know, whoever these people are that she's into. And Panic at the Disco doesn't because she thinks Panic at the Disco is indie music. Sure. So she's been running around no, she there's... will not stop telling me that Panic at the Disco. That's my rage music. And it's like, you might not know who they are. And I'm like, no, everybody knows who they are. They're a legacy are. act. They're gigantic. I like, they're, they're set for life. She's 
Yeah. They can play anywhere in the world and can draw a crowd. 14 years old. They have, like, they starting at, like, 35, like, my age group was the beginning, but they, the way that I've seen, like, yeah, your uh, nieces get into it, I'm like, these these guys are set. I know. They don't 20-some years. You know, they, they, but they are, my daughter is going on Spotify and listening to, like, suggested playlists. Oh, yeah. Those, like, and that's where she got bedroom pop. Okay. She's like, Dad, I'm really into this stuff. And then I'd listen to it and I was like, I don't I don't got no problems with this at all. Like I have zero problem with bedroom pop. Yeah. And uh so I guess I'm a bedroom pop guy now. Yeah. That's what I'm into. Yeah. So uh and I wanted to say before we get started here that we have a we have a guest in the studio, so uh wanted to be cordial and offer you a drink of the Ivana Bitch menthol tobacco flavored vodka. Do I give it a shot? Here we go. Give him a drink. Give him a drink of that it's vodka. Not Cheers. A bitch, though. It's been sitting for 20 minutes while you guys fuck with the audio. Oh. Bitch. Icy and good. Yeah. That's the way you want it. Really. Frosty. Ah. I'm looking up uh, the bedroom stuff so you, I can give you some band names because I know the listeners, it's going to drive them crazy ah. if I don't give them some group names. What do you think? It's nostalgic. It's nostalgic? It's delicious in that way. It's like, uh, it's like I'm 17, my friend just rolled me like a cheap, cheap, great blunt and told me to try it. Yeah, it tastes like a cigar. It tastes yeah. like a very cheap cigar. Yeah, and then I'm drinking like Paramount Vodka or something after smoking yeah. the great blunt. Yeah, it's like a mix. Yeah. So wow. here, here's your bedroom pop. For, I'll name the first six bands on the list. Does that sound like it give you a good idea? Yeah, I'm in. Uh, Dayglow. Okay, I love the name. Yeah. Monica Risky. Interesting. Van Sires, Sophie Myers, and Ivy Soul. Okay. Laundry Day. Okay. Uh, cheeky. Nicotine's Famous Honey. Nicotine. And Jordan. J O R D A N N. Okay. I love that. <laughs> so it looks like one of those memes that uh, I think Stefan Heck or Rob Wisman, one of them made of like uh, the Vine Star yeah, show. Where it's like Chad T. Chad and yeah. stuff like that. But yeah, those are the bands. So bedroom pop, search bedroom pop on Spotify. Check it out. I don't know. It's, I, it seems better. It's it's fucking better than Taylor Swift, right? Yeah, I got um I got an amazing targeted ad today. It was like looking in a mirror. There's this guy that was like doing this like very targeted. Oh shit! I don't know if I can get his name right. Fuck, I forgot the name. Sorry. Never mind. I have to pass that up. It was like his name was like Chandler Stevens or something, and it was this guy that looked exactly like me, and that was doing like I was doing like some stretching yoga class, and I was like, "This is fucking perfect." Yeah, like I'm doppelganger. In. I'm in. Let's stretch. <laughs> let's get these calls going. Okay, let's see who's on the line. Let's see if anybody has something to talk about here. Uh, thank you for calling Street Fight Radio. Who are we talking to? Hi, this is uh, Daniel O'Leary. I'm. Uh... I was a former uh, legal representative for Two Live Crew. What? Did you really work for Two Live Crew? Or are you lying to me? No, yeah, I am lying to you. This is the big guy. What are you guys uh, doing tonight? Brett just said, Brett just knew you were the big guy, which is wild. I was miming big guy. I was miming like with my arms way above my head. In big. the first few seconds, I did think it was a Two Live Crew guy, and I was going to ask him like what it was like to be there for me so horny every night. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Love that. Yeah. Story. You were into. I wouldn't know. Yeah, I would. I actually, I actually do know what that's like. I, I've never met anybody uh, associated with Two Life Crew, but um, 
you know, back when I was in high school, I basically listened to that song uh, every night. So I, I, I feel <laughs> like I know what that's. I feel like I know what that's about. You know what so. song? Now that we're not on WCRS, like during Safe Harbor, the song that used that like made the biggest impression to me, because like back when I was a kid, uh, was when "As Nasty as They Want to Be" came out, and like the whole nation was gripped by "As Nasty as They Want to Be" fever. Like my parents f- fucking freaked out because it was on TV. Yeah, and then my buddy Mike Camp who can only be described as Alani came over and he was like, Hey, I got as nasty as his parents probably went by for him right away. Yeah. You know? And I heard the song fuck shop and I was like, wow, I can't believe you can do this on a day. <laughs> right. It should be illegal. This song called fuck shop. They're definitely going to, they're definitely going to take them down for this. Yeah. <laughs> they did take them down though. Yeah. They got them. Yeah. What's up big guy. How you doing? Oh, pretty good. Um, I just got, I'm, I'm headed back to uh, my home base from uh, visiting my girlfriend uh, down at university. And uh, yeah, I had a pretty good weekend, got shit-faced uh, at like a threesome or something. I don't even remember. Mm. <laughs> I hope you all signed a paperwork before. Dang, come on. No, I mean, hey, you know, you go out to the college, you never know what's going to happen. I never had, did you ever have a college? No, 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 no. It was like, it was, yeah, I have a girlfriend who's in college. It it was like, it was a consensual. Yeah. I'm asking um, Brett. At one point, it kind of, it kind of browns out every once in a while, but I'm always down for a threesome. No, Okay. (laughs) <laughs> You're running a real fuck shop. Over yeah, there. real fuck shop. Brett, yeah, did we, you ever we, have... run, we run the fuck shop. Did you ever have a college girlfriend, Brett? No, I never. Me I didn't go to college. Me neither. I went to college. I flunked out for a year. Yeah, you never had a college girlfriend at all. No, I didn't. Do How's any... this show I, a podcast? You know what people? You know what people say about college girlfriends? No. They they say like, oh, oh, you know, your girlfriend's over in college. She's probably getting all sorts of side dick, and I'm like. I don't fucking care. I, I go down there and get all sorts of fucking whatever I want. You know what I mean? I get side dick if I want. You know, it's, it's great having a college girlfriend. Okay, yeah, they're, very, hey, they're more open-minded. There's side dick plenty. You're saying those liberal cesspools they're teaching our women to be frivolous with their sexual nature. That's fine, though. I mean, I want um, yeah, and the men, too. But, but it's good. In but a good way. It actually works like, out. For I agree with it. it. works out better for everyone. How's work going, big guy? Yeah, because... Because... What? How's work going? Oh, pretty good. I've got a... I've got a work-related story that I think would be a good call-in prompt. So let me pitch this to y'all real quick. The question is, is it snitching? Okay. So... My boss starts talking shit to me about one of my coworkers. And he says some real nasty shit about this guy. And I'm like, dude, he's my coworker. That's fucked up. So I tell my coworker about it, and he filed a grievance with the union. Is that snitching? You're a, never, is it, it is never, unless, okay, are you a boss? That's a question. I'm not a boss. Are you on the same level as boss. your boss? See, it's not. I, I, no. I'll say this to the listeners right now, and we read a story about it with Rogue a couple weeks ago, right? You're allowed to snitch on your boss or your company. It's just, it's not against. 
that there's nothing. We're playing a dirty game here. And we got to sometimes we're going to snitch and sometimes we're not. And by the way, just again, we learned this a couple weeks ago. If your work is stealing software, you can call a number and they'll send you a couple thousand dollars for telling them. Right. Well, yeah. My, Hell yeah. My, uh, call that number. My definition of snitching forever will be only if you're like doing dirt with people. You can never tell on them ever yeah right like i mean if you're if you're also talking shit about somebody and then you decide to tell but you don't tell that you were also talking shit you're a fucking snitch yeah if uh yeah and if you commit a fucking crime and the cops come and you tell you're a snitch yeah but if i mean okay okay we call them rats sure did you call them rats or snitches um, we always said snitch. You lived in no snitching times. Yeah. I lived right before that, where it was rats. My buddy Brian moved from the west side to my neighborhood. And, like, he just... This dude understood crime in a way... Like, I think I learned basically everything from him. Yeah. In the, like, no snitching type of stuff. Because, like, basically we were just, like, a bunch of hillbilly suburban kids. And then this guy moves in, and he, like... You know, he's got the car with the neon lights under it. He's He's got like the Nissan. He's got speakers. He knows all about speakers and stereo systems. And he knows people in jail. Uh-huh. And he knows, oh, yeah. a guy that, uh, he knows a guy that sparred, I believe. Now, Jason might say I'm wrong on this, but I believe he knew a guy that sparred with Buster Douglas. Okay. Yeah, so it's like, oh, pedigree. this guy, you know, yeah. this... I just whatever you say, I'm here to learn. So sure. he said, you know, the first time we ever did any. Dirt he was a real Lonnie. Well, he was a Brian. He was a, <laughs> the first time we ever did oh, any dirt he a, together, he was like, "Don't none of you motherfuckers better rat, or I'm gonna be so pissed." And he was like real, like he was a smaller guy, uh, but he was real fast, and he would like fuck you up. You know what I? Mean? Sure. <laughs> he wasn't like he didn't right. look like he would beat you up, but he would. He would. He was probably the third strongest of my friends. Jason okay. number one, Sean number two, and then Brian Stamper. Let's say his name. That's who. Wow, three. legend. There he goes. Three legends. power rankings. Never will be <laughs> Brian's power rankings. <laughs> power rankings power. for growing up. I always was like, well, <laughs> gonna give Jason a call. See, he was like Jason, but Jason's a laid back guy. You know him. Yeah. So he didn't get pissed enough to fight very often. So if you really wanted a fight, Sean, you called Sean. He was the second strongest, but would literally fight any time. Sure. <laughs> so, no, you didn't snitch, big guy. You're okay. It's in, fine. In the okay, eyes of good. me, street fight. In the eyes of me and Brett, you're good. great. Well, I want you to have a good night, sir. We we started late, so yeah. we have calls to get to. But it is so good to hear from you again, big guy. You're back. It's good to call in. It's yeah, good. We I'm love back. you. We love you. Yeah. Next time, I want to hear about a four G. A four G. We want to hear you had a four G the next time. Hell yeah. You guys want it real quick? No, he had. A 4G. I've definitely been in four G. Yeah, I've sure. definitely been in four G. Right, before. but I'm saying you're only best. You're only judged by your last at bat yeah. when it comes to the internet, big guy. So. Uh, <laughs> okay, been in okay. some eyes wide shut situations. It's like if you're like, I, he's bi, right? Yeah, yeah. He said he's bi. If you're bi, you probably get into like mad, crazy, mad good yeah. situations. That yeah, like, I, oh yeah, more options. <laughs> 
bisexual bisexual people fuck around quite a pretty good bit. Hey, let's not uh, yeah, let's not slander it, all bisexual people. Yeah, they're sweet boys, <laughs> boys and girls. Sorry, sorry. Speaking as a bisexual, speaking as a bisexual person, but, uh, the big guy I would fucks. say a lot of <laughs> a lot of big a lot of bisexual. Yeah, the first two letters in big guy actually. That's, that yeah, stands for uh, bye. <laughs> bye guy. Bye guy. <laughs> bye guy. The bye guy. Okay. This is rebranding. So we'll, we will see the you next guy. week. Bye guy. Wow, great. <laughs> now I'm, now I'm He's like horny. a hedonist. Yeah. Just like everything. <laughs> I'll take it all. You know what we found out this week? Uh, just to get this on the air. And, and like if we get this on the air now, the show goes up tomorrow. Yes. We can get some information. Jim Morrison's dad was involved in the Gulf of Tonkin yeah, thing. It's important to know, people. Look and- it up. Do your own research. <laughs> um, quite possibly the United States government made a rear admiral's son into a huge celebrity just to cover up their false flag attack. I mean, dude, how hard is it to become a legend? Pretty damn hard. Uh, How many legends are there? You have to be connected. I know. This is nuts. And now I'm finding out that a lot of these guys had military parents. If you start thinking. But, like, here's the thing. If your dad's just a troop like uh, Francis, what a hell of a way to die. He's a troop. Uh But his kid isn't going to become a rock star. you got to pull a Gulf of Tonkin. You gotta to have one legend. of those. Yeah, you gotta have one of those military parents that like makes you have like square corners on your sheets when you make the bed, like a real bad one. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was all they had to rebel against. Maybe no, that's that's a setup because he was just doing like regular old like college level acoustic guitar poetry. That's right? what I've been saying. Like the, the 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 poetry is like a child's poetry, like a teenager. Yeah, Every, but he he. I've said this a but few first, times about Jim Morrison. Died at twenty seven. Right. So everything he said. Yeah, is exactly. Destined it's unfair. To be it's unfair. Yeah. yeah. My everything I said, twenty seven <laughs> uh, until twenty seven is all awful. I should have never been a superstar though. <laughs> yeah, but he's a legend. Now is when I need to be a superstar. Please help me be a superstar. It's like, do you think the government sells those tapestries of him? It's like oh, yeah. that's who makes them. The government's like, oh, I need. 200 more, like the government is the people that run those tents. They run the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Those poster tents at colleges. Yeah. Like it's the government that runs those and they just make Jim Morrison. But Bob Marley wasn't. Well, uh, well I mean, we don't know anything about Bob Marley. Sure. But, you know, I don't think Bob Marley's dad did did anything. No, like, no. Remember the main or anything like that. No, I think he earned his honestly. Yeah. That's just interesting. You know? Some people, yeah, I mean, not everybody. That's the thing is you can't think that everybody was a setup because then you just get into weird, ter- you just get into like Alex Jones territory. I mean, Jim Morrison just seems like a setup. That's he a just setup. He's a guy that shouldn't, he's just a guy that sh- like shouldn't Yeah, be. just the first. It's all about being the first. You have to remember what people were doing back then. It was just miles away from where we're at. So I was listening to him yesterday. I was listening to Jim Morrison and he was doing, I was listening to the song When the Music's Over. And I'm, I'm like walking and I hear like the part in the song where he's like, well, the music is your special friend. And I'm like, come on, dude. <laughs> like that is a song. That is like a, the music is your Sim- special friend. Simpler times. It's like a Mr. Rogers where he's let's, the government let's made him on here. Let's see who's next. Thanks for calling Street Fight. How you doing tonight? Howdy. Yo, I thought you were a robot man for a minute there, but you're not. How are you doing tonight? Uh, doing all right. Oh, shit. I'm actually here. All right. You're on the air. You're on the Who is this? 
Cool. Cool. Uh, my name is Logan. I'm from Georgia. What's up, Logan from Georgia? How you doing? How, how's everything going? You, 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 you feeling good in Georgia? Is it warm there yet? Uh, there's pollen everywhere, and I'm sneaking about 90% of the time, so bear with me. Fucking love pollen. All right, what's going on tonight, Logan? I do. I love pollen because uh, it means it's time. <laughs> it's time. I'll take medicine. <laughs> You know? Oh, yeah. I figure by the time me and Brett get back from tour, we're going to smell the cum trees. That's like in my mind. It's like the cum trees will be around when we get back from dirty podcast. Fuck, dude. What do the trees smell like? What else do the trees smell like? That's not what that smell is. That's a hard disagree. You got some stinky jizz, dude. It just smells like bleachy stuff. Okay. Yeah, everybody's. How so you were the one person who's like, it doesn't You've actually smell like cum. Smelling, uh, no, no. You're badge. the only person you that thinks that. No animal fat in my batch. That's true. I, probably, <laughs> I just had a steak for dinner tonight, so my batch is... <laughs> All right, what's Gross. up, Logan? Gross. Stop. <laughs> Nobody uh, wants to. Uh, look, look. I had a, um, you know, kind of a fucking weird job story that happened to me recently, and I also wanted to guys thoughts about some of that uh going on in my my wonderful little state nice um, okay i don't know if y'all heard about our our recent uh house um or at least a bill that got passed about the, the heartbeat bill down here that happened here too where are you at uh georgia. i'm in uh georgia I'm in, yeah i'm in georgia i'm in statesboro georgia out here at georgia southern university is it official uh, it has to be signed by the governor, which, I mean, Kemp is an absolute loon, so he'll probably sign it. Uh, you know, um, though, uh, with these heartbeat bills, though, to me, it seems like they are a little more hesitant to sign them. I know John Kasich he's a, wouldn't sign those fucking things. Yeah, but he's a different guy, though. Yeah. K- Kasich has, like, set himself up as a moderate for so long. Kemp has said on his campaign trail that oh, we're going to have the toughest abortion laws of the country. Okay, that's yeah, sucks. that's not good. Yeah. So what's what's the actions? What are the what are what are sort of what's going on down there? Are, are, is the DSA doing anything? Is Planned Parenthood? I mean, Planned Parenthood can't organize, unfortunately. Oh, Planned Parenthood, Planned Parenthood across the state has been like castrated. Like, I there were there's like way more clinics. Like, I'm originally from Augusta, you know, where they're having like masters and stuff going on well what we know about uh, augusta is the the place that won't let the women play golf yeah yeah <laughs> they won't georgia it's it's crazy it is but yeah the, the planned parenthood there um in augusta got shut down um all over the place they're all getting replaced if anything by those those really fun crisis centers that uh telling you oh you need an abortion oh baby you just need jesus well, they usually tell you you can't get one. That's like it. it, it yeah. Like it would be one thing if those crisis centers were like, "Oh, you came here for an abortion. We think you need Jesus." Because I think those people, I think the people that go there would be like, "Oh, this is just straight up Christian bullshit." But they don't do that. Yeah. They tell you like, "Oh, you can't get one because medically this or medically that, and they're not doctors or anything." They'll give you the whole runaround. Yeah. So, what, what's going on with work? Um, so I was employed, I don't know if you've ever heard of this place, but it's called, uh, Insomnia, because 
Oh my God! Brett loves insomnia. Brett stays ordering insomnia cookies. I used to, right. but I quit. No, well, actually, I've never cookies. ordered them because right. I like donuts more than cookies. But uh, the last couple of times they were fucking slop. They are they're way too inconsistent. I had I just stopped ordering. Okay. Okay. How was it working yeah. there? Uh, so I was one of the delivery drivers there at our college school in like, this part of the world where like 7.25 is the minimum. Um, it was <clears throat> cushy as hell. Yeah. I, well, was can I... Told, I was told from the start, like not working inside or anything, your only job is to take cookies and to deliver them and then I would come back, sit on my ass, and like play Crusader Kings two or something for like three hours before I had another delivery. Right. I can't imagine they're getting a ton of delivery. I don't know why they deliver. I went into one in St. Louis, right? And they're dumb. They named the damn company Insomnia Cookies. They have to stay open all night. They and I when we were in St. Louis, you went when when you went and bothered some guy at the casino. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I uh. I walked over to Insomnia Cookies. There wasn't anybody there. There was nobody around there. There was nobody walking around downtown St. Louis at all. And it's yeah, like they're um, just sitting there doing nothing. So I was like pretty, pretty much enjoying it being able to like, because I sat around do my, did my schoolwork and whatever. And the first paycheck I get, and I work maybe like 20 something hours, like 28 hours. I like my paycheck and it's like $500. Yeah. Yikes. Is that, Hello? I mean, what was that, 28 hours? I'm looking. I'm looking at what that is. Did you get tips? Uh oh. Somebody's cutting in there. Somebody, somebody else is in the room. Hello? Did you get tips? I think something happened. Did, yeah, yeah, did, a, did, did a specter enter the room? A ghost. Oh, that's like $17 yeah, an hour. Yeah, that's pretty good. What cool. is? Hello? Hey, what's up, dude? I think we lost him. I think what he happened? skellied on us. I have no idea, dude. I'm just here. Why, Why would that change? Do you think he accidentally hit the mute Hello? button? Hey, we're here. He, he can't, can't hear us. us. He can't hear us for sure. Well, I hear y'all. Oh, good. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know what happened there. Okay. What was that? All A right. ghostly occurrence. I'm not sure. Might be, might be insomnia trying to swipe us. Who knows? Well, I think probably what happened was the ghost of Jim Morrison knows we're on to something and he came in here. So, uh, so that's like 17 bucks an hour. Was that with like tips? No. Okay. So here's what, like, I was living on this for like four weeks. Like I had never been more fun in my life besides like selling pot. So I don't know. It was, it was absolutely insane. Uh, turns out they called me. One week, as I'm like doing deliveries, I'm like, yeah, uh, there was actually a clerical error, and when we uh, did your base pay, um, so if you wouldn't mind, you actually owe us about eight hundred dollars right now. Sorry, what? So he, I, I, I think I, because you're cutting it and out a little bit. So here's the thing, dude. He was making seven fifty an hour or whatever, right? He works twenty eight hours. He gets his paycheck. It's five hundred dollars. Okay, that's like seventeen dollars an hour. Yeah, yeah. He gets paid like that a couple times, and then he gets a call while he's out delivering, and they were like, "Oh, dude, we accidentally paid. We accidentally paid you too much. Can you give us our eight hundred dollars?" Some guy just got cut. Just got 
busted for that for taking like nine hundred thousand dollars. Hey, that ain't his fucking fault. Dude. Yeah, if they cut the check, it's that's a clerical error. Should there be a law? Uh, should there should there definitely be like an OSHA regulation? It's like once you cut the check, the check's cut, man. I don't know what you're supposed to pay me. I don't know if you're giving me. What did you say? Well, like, what was your excuse when you didn't have the eight hundred dollars? Because I know you didn't have eight hundred dollars. Oh no, I blew that shit. I mean, like. Uh, I, like, told them, you know, that's just not going to happen. Like, I thought I was maybe my fifth or something, but I was like, this isn't going to happen. But okay, well, we'll get back to you in a few days. And then, like, before they even could, I pretty much walked out of there because they wanted me to work, like, 10 to 3 o'clock in the morning uh, on days where I had to go to class at, like, 9 in the morning. So I was mm. like, fuck this, fuck all this. All around, and yeah, I, I, they I think you, I can guarantee they think they're like that Logan motherfucker came in here and he stole $800. From yeah. <laughs> Cause he's like, as soon as there was a, I did that with McDonald's. I, I actually had to quit my job at McDonald's cause my parents got mad at me for doing something bad. And, uh, I came back after it was, after I got back from this trip that my parents made me go to. And I'm like, Hey, I didn't know I was fired. I, I mean, I'll come back. And then they handed me my schedule. And it was like until 1130 and midnight every day during the week. And I was like, nah, I'm just going to, I'm going to stay not working here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you ever just oh get one of those God. schedules? You just look at it and you're like, nope, this ain't fucking how I'm done. For me. Yeah, I'm done forever. Well, Logan, thanks That's for calling in. That's a great story. Oh, appreciate it, y'all. I love hearing from you guys just perfect thing to put on during like a long drive or whatever you guys are awesome I thank you thank you have a good night yeah that's funny it, you it, too. it's like they they a lot i had that happen with the electric company one time where like that i wasn't getting my bills right and listen i know i was supposed to be getting bills or whatever but i feel like you got to get the bill the bill has to come to you because I forget. I'm not like paying attention. I need to look at the bill to see what I owe. It's different all the time. And I just don't know how much it's going to be. So they call me one day like, dude, we've been forgetting to give you bills. And I'm like, oh, okay. And, and, and they give me a page. They, they, they send me a bill afterwards. This motherfucker is $2,000. This is the $2,000 electric bill. And look, if this is cable, I'm letting it just fuck it. Turn it off. Yeah, yeah. You know? we'll go I don't do something shit. else. But electric knows they're going to have to make. Electric bills know you're going to have to pay them. Right. Because you need Everybody electricity. Loves that juice. And this is why we need to nationalize electricity. Oh, yeah. You know? This is, yeah. It's just a need. It's the only bill I can't. <laughs> Electric and gas, which nobody should be on gas anymore. We should be done with that. That, to me, natural gas, done. No more. It's bad. We're fucking fracking everything to get it, and it costs money, and I don't like it. And I would love everything, <laughs> I would like everything to move to electric. Okay. And then the electric to be free. Okay. This is a little thing I came up with. All right, so, so this guy, guy uh, recently, Jimmy Johns, uh, he started receiving paychecks that were, listen to these paycheck, uh, it was 
$6,400. That's his March 1st paycheck. He was getting paid $550 an hour. They noticed that every single month they were short five to $7,000. And that's because he was getting paid. So they're now go- charging him with stealing $60,000 over a period of eight months. Grand theft. Which, I mean, $60,000, you still can't cover. I, I mean, like. You you can live. He like you're not like a millionaire. No, he's not a millionaire. No, no, you're not. You're sixty thousand dollars. I mean, a motherfucker got a good TV. Had, yeah, he has like an Acura, and nice TV. Yeah, he was probably like shit. I heard Jimmy John's was horrible, but I'll I'll just buy my own insurance. Really, I don't need them. Right. <laughs> right. He's like this insurance is actually affordable. So I don't know why everybody's complaining. It's I'm, like the one guy that wasn't complaining. Right. Jimmy right. Johns. They made me like, manager. I'm making like six thousand dollars. You know? No, I'll get the subs there very fucking fast. You know why? Because I can pay for Cadillac Healthcare. I love America. Some guy on like one of those like racing bikes. Yeah, yes, yes. Man, the guys that ride those bikes for Jimmy John are the thinnest people. <laughs> yeah. I just see them when I'm out working, when I'm out walking during the day. I see the Jimmy John's guys downtown. I'm like, well, that's a thin person right Craig there. Craig Mantis is riding bicycles. Yeah, like a beard. Like, they yeah. always have, like, a bad beard. Like, you gotta be freaky, dude. Yeah. I don't think it's freaky, dudes. It's it's really, like... Freaky fast. Yeah, they gotta be freaky fast. That's what it means. Man, they look like... Uh, listen, I'm gonna freaky say this, and it's people. rude. They look like a guy that has to breathe into a breathalyzer to get their car to start a lot of times. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> like real thin. <laughs> yeah, okay. I like that. Yeah. I mean, they're still getting rid of the carbon emissions. I know. I love it. Hey, if you're Jimmy, I mean, Patty Cake Bakery in town doesn't use trucks. They yeah. use a bike. They just have a motherfucker riding a bike around with a long trailer. It's like, yeah. that's rude. Filled with sweets. Yeah. All right. Let's see who's on the phone here next. Thank you for calling Street Fight. How you doing tonight? Hey, man. You You're sure on. are. Who's this? Hello? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, this is uh, Noah from also Georgia, funnily enough. What's Atlanta. up, Noah? Those abortion laws down there are bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Tell me about it. Yeah, uh, what's up to Logan, man? What's going on down there? Uh, I go to the other GSU, actually, funnily enough. Uh, so we have a running joke in our state. We have Georgia State University and Georgia Southern University, and we always argue over uh Who's the real GSU? One of them's Bobo, though. Georgia Southern, I never heard of. Yeah, I don't know, no, Georgia Southern. Georgia State, I know because my high school stole your, uh, I think my high school jo- stole Georgia's uh, uh, football mascot, the oh. G. The Green uh, Bay one, too. We, but they straight up, my high school straight up stole Georgia's because it's black and red, too. It's like the same exact thing. It's like, that's tight. That's, t- <laughs> that's, oh, that's, uh, that's UGA. Yeah, I think that's UGA. Yeah, the we, other, yeah, the we stole that. State, yeah. Gross yeah, Court stole that. We uh, took it's the same it. with the Packers, too. Yeah. But uh, anyways, yeah, I also have a shitty work story in Georgia here. So uh, I actually just left this job about a week ago. But uh, I worked at a car dealership. Okay. Uh, it was like a valet for a car dealership. And uh, let me tell you... Uh, <clears throat> Those car dealerships, those are the worst places in America. Like, <laughs> I, I, I will. I will surprise me. Yeah, right. Like, uh, can you think of a worse small business tyrant than was it a what? Can I ask? Was it one of the big? Like, we have a place here called the Auto Mall that is just uh, yeah, so yeah. much land <laughs> full of cars. Was it a big one like yeah. that? 
Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not afraid to just be like, yeah, it's, uh, it's called Hennessy Ford in, like, Doraville. It's one of the bigger, like, Ford dealerships, which isn't saying much because uh, they're not doing too hot <laughs> compared to the other cars right now. So, as, But, uh, by, yeah, it's run by... Uh, by Valet, so you were running, like, and getting cars for people? Yeah, so it's basically I work for a Hello? company that contracts themselves. Yeah, can you hear me? Silent or can you something? Can you hear me? As soon as Hello? Brian stood up. <coughs> hey, can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? What was that? We keep jumping through wormholes. Talking about the CIA, dude. Jim Morrison. Uh, you guys hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you now. Sorry, go ahead. Okay, cool. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, love the uh, authentic street fight, uh, having problems with Tech the Tech problems. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, the guy that ran this place, was uh, he's an ex-Marine, like uh, so he runs it like it was oh, God. being in the Marines. Yeah. But he's bad at it, and he's kind of a doofus. And his son, who is also a doofus, is like the other manager. Oh, and that's perfect. Doofuses. <laughs> yeah. That's great. And they have so much money to waste, right? My doofus son. Oh yeah, I'm sure they. Uh, I'm sure they put money behind Kemp for sure. These guys are like them and the salesmen. The salesmen, psychopaths, all of them. So are like you... any car salesman. Yeah. <laughs> so you got cut off when I asked. What What was the job as a valet? What did you do? Sure. So uh, basically, we get contracted out to uh, as we actually it's a company based in Ohio it's called Citron. You might see it if you go to like Columbus uh, sometime. But uh, we basically run the cars through the shop, you know, like putting it where it needs and parking stuff, putting keys. Uh, so you kind of basically run around the whole place, uh, parking people's cars as they uh, get frustrated and wait. <laughs> okay. Okay. Do you get tips with that, like other rallies? No. Uh, not at this one. I don't no. think they would offer tips anyways. Yeah. You're just sprinting <laughs> from car to car? They do. Okay. So you're yeah, the person that bring, uh, you're the person that brings me the car when I ask to test drive something. Uh, no, I, I didn't do the sales stuff, but essentially, yeah. Uh, like whenever you're at a dealership and they're like, oh, we'll get your car. There's some guy that's like running around with a key trying to find it, basically. What's the pay like there? Uh, it was pretty bad. It was like ten fifty, which is better than all the other jobs in Georgia, which isn't saying much. <laughs> um, but they basically like were just super skimpy on the pay, and like I kept asking for like my, you know, they were like, oh yeah, we'll have a meeting to increase your wage or whatever, and they just kept kind of like not getting getting it to me. You know, they were just like, oh, we'll give you like a twenty five cent raise. I'm like. Come on, man. Like, maybe like uh, yeah. a dollar? Can't do that? Something serious. So, I mean, it wasn't working out. Yeah. 25% so raise. I 25% raise. Like, no, 25 cents. No, well, yeah, okay. So 25% would be great. Even 25% at $10 yeah, I wish. an hour. Two fucking dollars an hour? Okay, that's not bad. I, I'm good. saying, like, 20, $0.25 cent raise is, should be the baseline. Like, you... I mean, where I worked every year, it was 50 cents. Like, that was what I always felt the rules were, 50 mm -hmm. cents a year, which still isn't enough. It needs to be no. a dollar or two. I, uh, I'm i just thinking about the last time I made, like, 10.50, my rent was, like, 5.95 a month, and that place now is, like, $1,300 a month, I think. And, and 
to and but people are still getting paid 1050 an hour you know like their their wages didn't double to match that kind of market it's like, worse to look at food really yeah it's like too. when you start looking i you know what the big thing for me has been is uh little debbie snack cakes yeah it's like a really great indicator of where we're at with yes. inflation and when i was growing up those motherfuckers the cheap the the oatmeal cream pies were the yeah. cheapest ones and they were 79 cents yeah. for a box but then and they were frisbees yeah and then there was another then you would move up to like the uh chocolate chip fancy cakes yeah those maybe would be a dollar now i just saw recently i don't like buy them anymore but i walk by them 275 a box for those fucking things yeah that, we're living in a fucking 275 for from oatmeal cream pies yeah world now that's oh, yeah. fucking crazy to yeah me. that's a lot because like the only other thing i buy that you would think has a variance is weed and that's actually gone down yeah. quite a bit so it's like you know cars are more expensive and it feels like everybody drives a new car now yeah, that's not true. You're just older. You're just at the point where everybody can afford it. Like all my friends just drive yeah, new yeah, cars. Yeah, just eventually. Yeah. Well, Jason wasn't driving a new car till just recently. So, uh, everybody's coming up. How was your boss? How how was your boss at at was that like a small business tyrant situation there? Sure. So, my boss was actually like basically the underboss of the actual boss at the dealership. That makes sense. We were contracted out yet. Can I just uh, say that he's some guy? <laughs> can I just say that calling him an underboss is very under funny? Boss. <laughs> yeah, a capo. Yeah, yeah, sounds like sounds like <laughs> double double dragon yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah, 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 the mini boss. Uh, yeah, my mini boss. <laughs> Uh, he's a guy out of Ohio, actually, too. Um, he went to Ohio State, so he's, like, fresh out. Uh, I think he was, like, younger than me, so he was Yikes. basically kind of like my manager making, like, two more dollars than me or something like uh. that. And, but he, he, like, he, he followed all the, like, business school rules of, like, if your employee asks you how much you make, don't tell them. And, like, he was just so by the book that it was embarrassing for him sometimes. Like, I would just, at, towards the end, I would kind of get on his case and kind of nag him, like, Hey man, what am I going to go raise, like, in front of the other guys, just to kind of, like, you know, because I could, you know, I was going to quit anyways, and yeah, he didn't like me, so. Turn up the pressure a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, make it, people, like, you know. I mean, he's basically you. Like, that's the shittiest thing is, like, we talk about going at, going at your manager and stuff, but, like, at a place like a car dealership or at a place like Chuck E. Cheese or McDonald's or some shit like that, I mean, your boss is, your direct manager is basically you. But he has to, he can't fire you, but he, he's the one that has to tell you you're fired when it's time to fire you. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, like, you're, you're right. You're definitely right on that. You your boss. got a good point there. Right. Your boss at, at the car dealers was just the guy that told you the bad news from the main boss. You know, it was just <laughs> yeah, like the main boss. The main boss was like, we're not giving people Christmas off this year. And he's like, oh, okay, I'll go tell them we're not getting Christmas off. Is there any reason? I don't know. Uh, we can't have Christmas off this year, <laughs> you know? <laughs> right, right. No, you make a good point. And, I, you know, I think it's uh, – I think they do put those guys and throw them in to basically uh, kind of, like, be the punching bag for us, you know, because, like, when you get frustrated at work, you don't have – you don't get to yell at your boss. You have to, like, yell at – some guy, you know, and so, uh, but uh, you're right, it's not fair, and uh, you make a good point, you're right, you, you know, guys out there, don't yell at your hunter bosses, uh, well, yell at your, for me, it's like, <laughs> for me, it's like, that, if that, 
again, and and this sounds like this is kind of the, my philosophy with people on the phone too. If that's the only like that guy has that boss has to know you're frustrated. Like it's I'm not saying don't let that boss know that you're frustrated because if he thinks everything's going okay, then he's definitely not going to go to bat for you. But I also think that like you have to be. It's kind of like when you're mad at the electric company or you're mad at some cashier or something because of something that happened at a place. It's like, just don't scream like you don't scream like you want to <laughs> you know, like, yeah. don't give them shit like yeah, you yeah, want yeah. to give them. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta keep it low key, man. That's true. That's a, that's a good point. Just uh, um, I'm, I'm always before I go, uh, do you mind if I shout out uh, just one quick thing? Uh, just, uh, you know, in regards to that whole heartbeat bill, uh, Atlanta DSA, I know DSA, shout out, but uh, this, uh, you know, they've been, they're doing a lot of good stuff, so if anyone's interested in kind of fighting back against the kind of bullshit heartbeat stuff that's going around, I think there's one in another state right now, but uh, the DSA chapters are always, like, out there protesting at the Capitol, so send them money or just stay with us, so. That's all I wanted to shout out. Thanks, Sweet. guys. Thank you. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you for calling. Have a good night. God, can you imagine? Yeah, thanks so much, man. Can you imagine car dealer? Like, car dealerships got to be some of the worst bosses out there. Yeah. My uh, guy, I had a friend that were, he, like, loved cars. He was obsessed with them. And he got a job as a detailer. And they just treated him like fucking shit. Yo, like, oh, it detailer. Was just constant shit. It wasn't good enough. Everybody was too fucking slow. And they're like, you know, uh, it was it was a weird fucking place. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, the guy that, I mean, like, at, at Riker, just for example, the auto mall, like, the, the guy on top was the guy that was playing fucking guitar on TV, yeah, you know, and yeah. running around with the Energizer bunny and shit. Like, it, it, car dealership is, like, one, it's, it's a, a cousin to Carney work, I yeah. think. It's, like, it's close. It's close to Carney. You got to... I mean, but nothing's even set in stone on a car lot, right, you know, right. that's, that's the thing that is, is frustrating. I think for a lot of people is like, we go shopping everywhere else in life. You just go and they, they have the price out there and you can just shop Yeah, like this and this one. Like, you know, if you, if you don't have like the guts or if you don't haven't read the right books, then you're going to pay several thousand dollars more in interest over the years. You know, there's like no fucking honest way to do it, you no. know? And no, everybody's just expected to know not to get fucked up. And you know? it, it, and, and even if deal. you do know how to not get fucked in the deal, then you're in there confrontational. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> and ready to just go at any hate, minute. Yeah, that's the same thing that I, I have to do that, too. My wife does all the sweet talking. I love this van. And uh, and uh, here it, it's exactly when we went there. It was like he's talking to my wife. My wife is like, and she's like, I love this van. And they both turn to me and I would go. I hate the numbers. That's all I say. <laughs> and they're like, let's talk about the numbers. It's <laughs> good. Yeah. It's good. I don't like those yeah. numbers. Yeah. Not going to work. Yeah. Not today. Not I'm very, those numbers. I'm real bad because I tell them what I want to pay and they can always talk me up like 50 bucks. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, God damn it. Yeah. Why don't I tell them $50 less than what I want to pay? But I never do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't ever... I don't ever put the number out there. I make them come up with a low number. I don't, I, cause, cause they're just going to make it work. They're like, Oh shit, fine. We'll just make it work. 
You know? Well, they'll say shit to me like, like, uh, oh, this, you know, this shouldn't be too bad. Uh, I worked. I worked out the numbers. This thing probably be about five fifty a month, and I'm like, Oof. yeah, no, yeah, that's <laughs> not for me. It's not. Yeah. And then he's like, well, what, what, what kind of thing are you you looking for? And I always say two fifty a month. Yeah, that's what I want. I want two hundred fifty dollars right. a month. I would feel so good paying that. Yeah, I love any bill that's less than like I like to keep all of my bills under three hundred dollars. It's just like when I grocery stop, I like to keep. Most of the things I buy under three dollars. Yeah, yeah. I just have this like thing with like numbers, and it's For like threes, two dollars in Trinity, holy Trinity. Yeah, three dollars seems expensive. It's like oh shit, you know. Yeah, and over three hundred dollars is expensive. And too. that's why the switch is too expensive. It's three hundred dollars. Yeah, I'm looking at two ninety nine ninety nine, but it's like mm-hmm. yeah, but once you tax I'm get out of there with five hundred dollars, yeah, least. you need a thousand dollars to get on one of those Ugh, things. Don't say that. <laughs> don't say that. Uh, yeah, the yeah the. Uh, Oh, uh, fuck. I can't remember what I was going to say. Something about the stupid car dealership. I hate car dealerships. That's like the my least favorite place. Basically, a guy goes, instead of you buying like a car from Ford, a guy goes like, hey, sell me all these cars. Right. And I'm going to sell them all. Right. Yeah. They can't, they, you can, don't you sell them, but I'll guarantee you all these sales. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, it would be nice and if, it would be very nice if like, I, I mean, here's the thing. If the prices when you get there are the fucking prices. That would be one thing. If like if if you come in and saying I don't like the numbers just means fuck it, you don't get the car because that's the numbers. Yeah. Fine. Okay. Right, right, right. I'm good in that world. But fucking I walk in there and I know that everything that's happening in that place is totally fluid. Like where I'm getting my loan, where I'm getting this. But what is happening, like how, which car I'm going to get, like, it's all so pliable that I feel like this intense amount of pressure because I just, I don't want to get fucking ripped off. Like every time I buy something like that, people are like, damn, you got ripped off. I'm like, right. Fuck. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. 350 right. is like, I pay 350 now and I hate it. Yeah. I, but I said three, 250 big- and now I pay 350. <laughs> They're like, that's yeah. what I walked out with. Oh, I was going to say, um, I've had them more than once now. They have said like, I mean, a lot of people here leave with payments around $575 and shit a month. And I'm like, oh, yeah, they're stupid. Like they're way, they're spread way too thin for, for my liking. <laughs> they can't. Yeah. You got to have on a, on a lease. You're spending $600 on a car. You're not even going to get to fucking keep at the end of this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck, dude. I turned in my last lease and just. When they sent me that bill, I was like, I just fuck this. I so like I'm buying now. I'm a yeah. buyer right. again because I fucking leased that car. And I thought, ah, there's no way I'm going to drive an amount of miles. Yeah. Because I live downtown. Sure. I never drive more than five or six miles. Yeah, never say never. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Take a trip. Just take two or three trips. You know, I got that car right when I started being more comfortable leaving the state. Well, and, and now I have, I bought one. I bought a fucking car. And I feel so great driving it because it's like, it'll be paid off in two years. All right. Everything's going good, you know? Yeah, let's get these cars. I want to pay that car off I need so another. Bad. I need another shot of uh, pick-me-up juice. I don't know Woo. what that is. I need a little bit of that smooth menthol tobacco flavored vodka. I'm on a bitch. How's it going? Hey, it's going good. Glad hey. to hear Who's this? Yeah. Okay, so um, the last calling show that actually worked, I was the last guy that called in. The one about the uh, 
the uh, the Italian restaurant that just treated everyone like shit. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, I heard you guys were talking about a uh, insomnia cookie, and we had. I went to school down in Athens, Ohio. Nice. Uh, so not far from you guys. Party school. But, uh, yeah, we had one there. What was it? Party. That's a party school, baby. <laughs> yeah, it was a party school. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, I mean, we had the, the problem I always had with insomnia cookies. <laughs> Ivanovich. Yeah, the vinyl bitch is a bold flavor. Yeah, these guys are these guys are. Sorry. Can I actually buy this stuff? There, like, it, it is I, online. Is this you can, for sale online. You can get it for pretty cheap. It's actually like there's a place that's discounting it for like five dollars a bottle, but you have to pay about twenty five bucks for shipping. Ah. But if you you know it, it evens out. Yeah, that's how it always is online buying alcohol. It's like <laughs> I found some great deals, and then it's like fifty bucks to ship, and it's like I will. Yeah, whoever uh, I think it was Nick that sent us this. He did six bottles, so it cost him thirty bucks, and then twenty to ship it. So fifty bucks for six bottles of booze is pretty good, especially when it's a bold uh, okay. flavor. <laughs> I mean, it's an exclusive flavor. Yeah, I, I'm, I might buy a bunch and then just gift it or something. Yeah, that's perfect. This is actually this would be great white elephant gifts. Yeah, this, this that is a really good point. Plus, it's like March strong. Yeah, just I mean, put, really put them in the closet, let it age, while. let it age, let that tobacco just <laughs> age a little bit. It tastes like it tastes like if someone <laughs> took a backwoods and just like wetted your tongue with it. Like just just dabbed your tongue with like a backwoods wrapper. Kind of like a mild that's not, that, that doesn't sound very good, but I, I really want to try it. You guys are really talking it up. It's good. It's intense. Hmm. It's the new okay. it's the new Malort. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, so, how's it going tonight? Yeah, it's going good. Oh, I was going to say real quick about the insomnia cookies. That's, that's, it's way too expensive for cookies. It's a lot. I know. Like, we, that was my always, always my problem. Yeah, we we did it one time. Um, the only reason we did it was because we made dinner. I was like, if we make dinner, then we can order cookies because this is going to cost as much as it would to order a full fucking dinner for the family if we're going to get cookies. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's... But it like really is that expensive. their mint chocolate chip is so good. But like the last time I got them, they were just like greasy slop. Like they were just slid all to one side of the box, and they were like just like lump, like flat on completely flat on one edge. You know, and uh, yeah, it'd probably it'd probably be better if they actually paid their workers like seventeen an hour. Yes. Well, I had a like really the other guy. I had a really weird experience there. I ordered I ordered the cookies one time and sat around for about an hour. And then I called and they were like, oh, did you want us to put the cookies in? And I was like, yeah, I called to order them. They're like, oh, I didn't think you wanted us to make them yet. And I was like, yeah, that's why I called was to order cookies. <laughs> and they were like, okay. <laughs> and then it took them forever to show up. It was so weird. It was one of the wildest. I mean, I was like losing my fucking mind because when I called back, they were like, we were waiting for you to call. And I was like, what do you mean? They're like. <laughs> we were thought we were waiting for you to tell us to cook do the cookies. I was like, right. I was like, I've never. I was, I was just yeah, like, you only got to call once, right? I was like, I've never, I've never had a place where I have to like let them know I'm going <laughs> to order cookies and then let them know when to put them in. It was just mind boggling. 
Yeah, that is, I would that, be, that, that's ridiculous. Yeah. I would be hot under the collar. It was. Yeah. I was like, I just kept going. I just kept saying to everybody, I was like, I, I, I think it, is something going on. Like, am I too fucked up right now? Am I? Do I sound crazy? And they're like, No, you sounded fine on the phone. You made whole. You made sense. I was like, I feel like I've just. Something, you must have said something weird on warped. the first call. I must have. Yeah, something came across on that first call that. I, I didn't realize. Yeah. Can you hold off on these? Real yeah. Quick? yeah like, you may have been like, I'm thinking hey, about ordering cookies or something. Hey, Toots, I'm a real big spender. I'm probably going to need a couple dozen cookies made later. So get them ready. Yeah, that's, that's, I, I've had some issues with them being kind of slow, but like, I don't live there anymore. So I haven't had insomnia cookies in like probably four years. God, we're going to sell so but, many insomnia yeah. cookies. If they no, were just not. giving it's us like a code. There's not been a single positive insomnia cookies <laughs> mentioned on this have, show. I have a positive insomnia cookie story. Here's what it is. You call and you make your order, or you, better yet, you walk in, like, really close to close. You order, and then they're just like, hey, we have, like, 80 fucking cookies oh. left. So here's, like, 20 more cookies, and then you have cookies forever. Okay. That has happened to me, actually. I've done that a lot. Okay. I rolled in at like 2.30 in the morning and they gave us like an extra six or seven yeah, cookies. That's they, what they we needed. So yeah, that, that, that's a good plug there for uh, insomnia cookies. That's what we needed. I'll let it out. I've gotten, I got 15 cookies once. Wow. Yeah. I went in there once with oh. my daughter after the Ohio State-Michigan game. She wanted a cookie. And this guy came walking in and he was like, y'all got a bathroom in here? And they were like, nah, it's not public. And he just turned around, walked straight to the door, opened it, and just barfed right out on the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> walked in. <laughs> oh, my kid never forgets. She was like 12. That's amazing. That's and a good story. <laughs> it was just one of those moments that was like, what are adults yeah. fucking doing at uh, two in the morning? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was two in the morning? Yeah, it was oh. like we had just left your house. And it got was like one it. or two in the morning morning right. and we're driving home and we're like let's get some fucking cook so we stopped to get cookies and she sees that and because it's the ohio state michigan game when it comes through town it's like this place that whole area is a war stay zone. away yeah yeah and it just it was nuts people out there screaming and it just this person just <laughs> fucking barfing <laughs> right up where you walk in you're gonna have to step over this to get into yeah. the building it was yeah. excellent that's so choice move that was nice, yeah. Insomnia cookies. So I won't let you barf in their toilet. <laughs> yeah, that kind of yeah. sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, help me out, man. I need to go worship the fucking throne. I mean, that place is like, I don't, I, okay, I'm going to say it because I say it about everything. It's a mob front. It's just money okay. laundering. It's money laundering. It's just, every, well, I always say that. Yeah, I, I, I don't say know, that. like, at least in Athens, I feel like there were enough high people to, like, uh, Fund the insomnia cookies. But I mean, God, when like, have you been there so when there was another? When have you been in there when there was another person there or the phone rang while you were in there? What, what one time? But that's that a good happened? point. I don't think <laughs> I haven't been there a lot, so that, that is a good point. <laughs> yeah, it's incredible to think of like yeah, but, paying for those people to sit around there, paying for all of the electricity yeah. and bureaucracy and all of that. Cars. And they sell probably they sell a, a couple hundred fucking cookies a night, every day, a day. Yeah. No, yeah. they're fucking thirteen dollar cookies. I bet you, 
can somebody find out how many i would love to know how many i bet you they don't fucking sell 100 cookies on saturday damn <laughs> i'm willing to bet they don't because they're giving fucking I, I gus here they're giving this motherfucker 15 of them at the end of the night yeah they're just making them and they're just the sitting there they were always handing out on campus uh like these coupons for free cookies too. yeah so i don't know <laughs> But what's, it's gotta I, I don't know. I, like, I don't know how they're making the money. But. Probably maybe special order birthday cake ones or like catering events. But I'm going to say this. I, they sell I, 15 I, cookies maybe. a day and all the rest of the money is blow. They spell $13 <laughs> yeah, a day. If you make just the right order at the cookie place, they give you the blow. Well, no, it's I, I'm not saying that they sell blow. I, I will not say <laughs> that they sell blow out of insomnia cookies what i'm saying is somebody has a bunch of money from blow that they have to do something with oh they open up an insomnia cookies and they just filter that shit through there yeah it's like and then they can you know they have a a place they can stop it's open up late right dude i go to their fucking website dude that's a good point yeah i go on their site to order and it's just painful to order and they're like yeah, this the insomnia cookies in columbus has been open for fucking ever it's been open since i've lived downtown I've lived downtown for fucking it's 14 one of the it's years. one of the perks yeah. of city life yeah <laughs> i know that's what, what i'm telling you it well, moved to a more expensive building well because in dallas there was a place called tiff's treats and they were all like really sweet and cordial and everything but they were more like 7 a.m to 5 p.m. like business hour delivery yeah. you couldn't you couldn't be like scarf down a whole pizza and be like i'm still not satisfied you know <laughs> but that's what those cookies are for too yeah well I'm, like i said i mean have a nice quinoa salad for dinner and then order insomnia for for dessert i just think it's i there is no way they're selling more than 50. that's the balance I, i'll tell you this most people don't even fucking know that it exists yeah, I mean, a lot of people are sitting on their couch right now like, wouldn't it be fucking sweet if you could get delivery <laughs> cookies? It's like, they have it, and they do a terrible job. They fucked it up somehow. They're Nobody from, likes it. They're the fucking worst they, at they, it. They Nobody's... sell less than 100 cookies on a Saturday. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> ever had a positive experience unless they were giving them a bunch of overstock yeah. for free. People like the free cookies they Not get. Not a viable and... business model. Yeah. Well, thank you for uh, helping us oh, take wait, hey, I, No, I actually had a... I had a story real quick um, okay. that I actually called about. Let's hear it. All right, so uh, last time I called, literally just happened like minutes after. Um, so my girlfriend's friend, we went to town that night, and she was like, she came over and she was complaining about how uh, she didn't get any sleep because like this guy who's like a family friend is like, like wanted to see her. And so like he comes over and he, she's like, I'm like, no sleep. And he's like, I want to practice a pitch for life insurance. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes, yes. Shit pro. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. So, so it's pretty much what you'd expect. You know, uh, he does his pitch and he's going through and he asks for like social and her credit card. Did she like, do it? She realized he's like trying. No, no, she didn't. She didn't. Because like, he's like, this guy is fucking weird. Sure, like, but she almost got he's like there. Really into this company. He's like really into this company. He always was talking about this company and like how he sells life insurance. And so, like, 
basically figures out that he's, he's trying to get her to sign up for life insurance. And she's like, I'm like 20, you know, I don't need life insurance. I have no dependents. And like, he had to, she had to like fight him off to like not get this life insurance. Like as if anyone who's like 20 needs life insurance. Right. That's I fantastic. To add that as a data point. Can I, can yeah, I, I want to add it as a data point. Can I say, uh, I, I, I just, I think that's a really good way to get people into your MLM scheme, right? I mean, you yeah. get, you'll, you'll See, get. I, I did some research after it. I found a company called People Helping People, which sounds a lot like the Human Fund. <laughs> I love the name. What is I'm this? looking it up right now. I'm on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look it up. People Helping People. They, they got like, they had like some guy with no arms at the uh, convention. Uh. The like, commercial. The, like look at like the. The page has like yeah, a wrapper on screen. it. Yeah, it has um. That's uh, Kevin Hart. Yeah, they got so Kevin Hart involved with it. They got Kevin Hart on there. If you keep watching it, you'll see Vegas. And you see some guy with no arms running around on a stage. I just. Odd. I I really want to say. Uh, I think I want to like try that that that. Oh my God, Brett. The, uh, you got to come over here and look at this picture of the CEO for me. Just, oh, I really what? want you to see this picture of the CEO. <laughs> <laughs> of, uh, of, uh, PA, the people helping people. It, this guy's trying to fuck, dude. This this guy is, he can't. He's running on Maine. He's working, okay? This is <laughs> hard working. I, I'll tell the listeners, he's got his top two, he's wearing a dress shirt and jeans. And he's got his top two buttons unbuckled so you can see his undershirt. He's wearing his tie just around his neck like I do my earbuds. Completely undone. <laughs> he's working, man. It's like, look, I fucking I was going to tie my tie, but I have this really great insurance opportunity for you to get in on the ground fucking floor. Yeah. Of. I hate I hate going to sleep because then I can't help people get the life insurance that lines my fucking pockets. <laughs> I I do love the like so calling somebody at one in the morning. Yeah, I yeah. need you to f fucking. I need to talk to you. Yeah, right now. I just well, it was more like at nine a.m. She had a red eye though. Okay, so, so at nine like, a.m. over at nine a.m. But you think wow bad? You think this dude's gonna come to your house and tell you he has cancer or something like that? That yeah, instead no, he's just got like, a great opportunity. This is incredible. They got, got a convention. Got life insurance at twenty one. Hey, before you leave town. Hey, um, before you leave, uh, I need. A, they got a convention, and it's called Transforming the Industry, and they straight up use the Autobots uh, insignia as their insignia. I wrote PhD on the head. This is a company that I love knowing about now. It is beautiful. They're helping you, dude. Yeah, it was people helping people. You know, it's just people helping people. It really is the Autobots logo. They just used it. They yeah, no, it's, it's, it's like don't respect pro intellectual property. That's, that's gotta, great. That's got to turn up in a meme. That's great. They have a Vegas. They put the so they like on the Autobot yeah. logo. I mean, we we could pay like people to develop some sort of you know uh, uh, some sort of story about our brand here, but we're pretty much just like the Autobots. We'll transform your ass. Yeah, it says we'll uh, transform your life. A decade of bringing back life to the insurance industry. This is great, and it, they're having a uh, they're having a Las Vegas uh, convention 
in 18 weeks, which is unfortunately uh, not when me and Brad are going to be in Las Vegas or we would have like actually gone. Going through your Facebook Messenger and just getting everyone to meet you for a coffee so that you can be like, I was just looking at your post the other day and was like, God, I hope I hope this person's prepared. I mean, you know, in case girl, a disaster would happen, you know, you need, I want to help you. I, I'm, I'm, I represent an organization called People Helping People. <laughs> this woman I grew up with, <laughs> this woman I grew up with, was like for real selling Thrive. And and what I think is, this makes perfect sense because this is basically what shit prol got shit prol. Yeah, by, right. That was a yeah, life. No, that's what I was saying. When I heard this, I was like, I know, like I heard about this on Street Fight. So, like, the right. interesting this thing... Is the same company. They can't sell the diet stuff anymore. Oh. You know that they're just, like, everybody... All my friends are hip to Plexus. Right. All my friends are Financial hip to products. They're, so now it's like, what can we fucking sell them that, one, isn't something? Like, it's not actually, like, a thing. Right. We can just... Like, it's a promise. Right, right. It's a promise. <laughs> and what can we get It's a bad faith sell? promise, I'm sure, if you look at the fine oh, print. God, I don't want to know how much it costs. And, like, the way... This is just, like, the way that shit prol got shit prolled too. The way you're describing it is they start asking you for your fucking shit. Like, you're hanging no, out. No, well, they never, they never say, like, hey, I've got a great business opportunity for you. They say... Uh, uh, I'm getting uh, I'm getting a new job, and I want to make sure that I kind of nail it, and then you know I'd be more comfortable doing the pitch on you. They do that, and then they're like, "And uh, I need your social and credit card number." I mean, look at guy, like, are you running yeah. my fucking information right, right now? It's like, yeah, I just signed you up. Didn't you think it sounded great? <laughs> well, and and yeah, it's like it's if you bad. know anybody that knows me. Like, that's the shitty thing about this is that, like, so if Brett came to my house selling me people helping people and he got all my info and he got it all on the sheet and all he had to do was press enter on the keyboard, I would, like, feel too guilty to have him delete all yeah. my info out of it. And I would just be like, all right, I'll, my wife is probably going to get people helping people if somebody gets her, you know? Yeah. Don't, the door. don't sell my wife that oh, shit. Oh, I hope not. There's no way that this is, like, legit. Honestly, like, it's. It's obviously a scam. Hey, Katie, Street Fight uh, doesn't offer life insurance yeah. for your part-time job, but uh, we got a little organization that we've been looking into called People Helping People. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for calling in, man. I appreciate it. This is it. incredible. I'm going to I'm gonna give this, yeah. I'm gonna give this on the basement show. I'm going to give this more looking, and I'm going to do some reading on it. I love that CEO. I love that weather-beaten CEO. Hey. Just you know, like... Uh, fuck. Like he just gets inside. Fuck. I only, we only helped like a thousand people today. We could have done two fucking thousand. The way you said I hate that going is... to sleep. I hate sleep. That's, you know, he says it that way yeah, too. Yeah. Like he doesn't say we only sold a thousand pieces of insurance today. He says we only helped them. Right. We right. only helped. How many people did we even How help? How many lives today? did we fucking transform? <laughs> Right, he has he has the sound the Autobot transform effect on his fucking he phone. He like turns into a jet and flies out the window. Yeah, I mean, no medical exam, life insurance is is what and and I love it. I, I love it. Just, I want to help you. I'm not going to ask for your medical advice. I'm just going to ask you to sign on the line. <laughs> promise to give me your money for my shoddy deal. I want to help you. And you can't get the price. people helping people. The thing is, you're actually helping them make money. That's who's doing the helping. Like they're not helping you. They use that money to help more people. Right. Right. We get more people help. 
And and there's no information on cost on their on their page because you know they don't want motherfuckers going to this website finding out how much it costs. This is great. This is just something else. This company's privately held and headquartered in Dallas, Texas. Brett, there's like pictures of fucking exotic cars on this site. It's just like, you know, our CEO drives a very exotic car. So, you know, that this is good health insurance now. I'm, uh, so, all right, let's see who's on the phone. Next. We keep ha- we keep having five calls the whole time. <clears throat> Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to? What up? Howdy. There's a subcommandante Stavros here. What's up, subcommandante Stavros? Uh, just just laying here listening to the show. Had a, had a flight today, so you know that's always tiring. It does take so much out of you. Yeah, we just we should yeah. actually shout out Jason for being here on Wednesday. That's it was, was wild. insane. He got in on an on a flight at five fifteen and was here at eight to do the basement show. <laughs> His eyes were fucking so red. It was crazy. It's crazy. Well, what's what's going on tonight, yeah. Subcommandant Stavros? What what you call him for? Oh, I was uh, well, just just real quick. I've got some uh, quick housekeeping for uh, Street Fighters in Colorado. Okay, sweet. Um, King Supers is going on strike or is in labor a big labor dispute with Kroger's, and uh, so just if you see a picket line, don't don't cross it. Oh no, Kroger is that's a tough one. With but Kroger, I, I can do it. Yeah. Okay. Well, luckily, we got like Safeway and stuff here, but we got Giant Eagle. But Kroger's from $2 here. Dollars more. Yeah. yeah. Isn't Kroger from here? Yeah. We're the center of it all. Yeah. Just Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> just a thriving metropolis. So, King, when did they go on strike? Uh, they haven't yet. They they've authorized a strike, and uh, I think the uh, the last round of negotiations was ending tonight. Oh, some, yeah. So. Some, someone did send me this. Sweet. Well, yeah, that, yeah King me. Super is is tied in with Kro- it's not Kroger, but well, it's... I'd rather have a King Super than a Kroger. <laughs> Buddy, I like the name Kroger's... King Super too. King Super is better than Kroger's. They ain't changing it though. Kroger's has its <laughs> hooks in everything in Ohio. Yeah, it's the so, center. Of hey, the world. if you see them out there striking, then don't just go turn around. There. I mean, honestly, I would never walk. I no, I wouldn't either. My dad was super like even my dad, who's like a wiener from way back is like not crossing a picket line. He right. was always like, we ain't like, Oh, there's some kerfuffle going on over there. I don't want to get wrapped up in it. Right, let's just go. Let's just go down the street. <laughs> let's just go. Let's just go. Let's just scram. Yeah. Let's get out of here, guys. I don't want to do it. Yeah. I, oh shit. That's more of a word. He says shit more than anything. More than shit. 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 There's a strike. He uh, says shit. Like he uh, uh, can breathe. All right, peace out. Uh, that that is uh, that's the done for that. But I've got a dare story. If oh, you all want that, right on, right on. What's that? Um. So when I was in uh, like fifth grade years ago, um, they had the the dare people came in, but they brought a uh, like an ex drug addict with the police officer. Like now that I think back on it, I'm pretty sure it was like for his parole or something. Like he was doing like community service hours and so he goes through and like describes all of the uh like the effects of drugs and like he makes almost all of them sound terrible um like 
mess and everything sounds just horrible, which, you know, probably is. Um, but he, he gets to weed, and he just can't make it sound bad. He just can't. What was the, uh, so what fun. were some of the things? Um, about weed or, like, the other drugs? Weed. I mean, the other drugs um, aren't yeah, that he, bad, neither, I'll tell you. Yeah, like, I mean, I've, I've done most of them, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> he was, like, talking about how, like, he get he likes to get home from work and, like, smoke a bowl, but, like, he's like, but you, you, you don't want to smoke, though. It's bad for you. I do, I do it myself, <laughs> but you don't want to. Yeah. Look at me. If there's another exactly. way to do it, I'd love you to do it that way. Eat a brownie, anything like that. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, you know, you just it just helps you chill out and like things feel better, you know. And it, it, he couldn't he couldn't come up with a single thing that was bad for it. And little fifth grade me was like, all right, at this point, I'm, I'm not going to do any of those other drugs. Probably was a fucking lie, um, but I will do weed. And so Dare convinced me to do weed. And you're in Denver, so man, I should have got Denver Dare. Yeah, Denver Dare. Denver cool. just seems so like. Did your teacher say anything or? No, not that I remember. Like sure. this was this was a while ago, and, it, and I wasn't in Denver at the time. I was in uh, Albuquerque. Ah, oh, okay. yeah, that is true. Still, they are. They have like connect more. They're more connected to the astral plane down there. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for calling. We're going to Albuquerque. Yeah. We'll be in Albuquerque in, in May. May and Denver. Yeah, well, we're going to Denver. To well, I'm gonna Al- see you guys in Denver. Yeah, yeah, we'll be there in May. Excellent. I'll be there in May as well. All right. Well, thanks for calling in. Of course. Have a good show, guys. Thanks. Yeah, we got four more to go. Let's let's, let's speed round it. Oh shit! I hit the wrong book. I answered the wrong one. Thanks for calling Street Fight. You're not the wrong one. I didn't mean to do that. Hello. You're the perfect. Hello. Hey, what's up? Who's this? Hey, this is um, Sam in West Virginia. What's up, Sam? How are you tonight? Good. Um, I actually, um, I met you guys um, at the Thursday show a couple days ago, or just a couple weeks ago in um, Columbus. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I You gave me a, a cool pen. Pin. Pen. Yeah. Pin. It's a pin. I can't say it, dude. I'm, I apologize. Gave me a cool pin. Yeah. Um, but we've... Um, I actually usually can't call in because um, I'm a teacher and it's too late, so we're on spring break down here. Nice. You partying? No. I, like, um, I've kind of quit everything. So I'm actually making more pins. I'm making Medicare for all ones right now. I've been oh. doing canvassing for that down here. Right, those pins are really cool. Yeah. You, like, 3D print them? Did you 3D print them? I think Brett's wearing one. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's wearing yeah. a Thursday shirt. Um, but those were really cool yeah. pins. You're, that was so you such did, a good show. Yeah, though, I I saw both of them, and they were both like excellent. Yeah, they were both. I mean, I I couldn't imagine missing either of them. They were both perfect. Yeah, that first night. Oh, the world of time was good. Yeah, oh, world of yeah. time was great. We almost died at a full collapse from I moshed the whole time, so I was a little exhausted. But uh, it was definitely yeah. those were those were great shows. Thursday still got it, even though I don't know, like we can't really help them. Yeah, they're done. They're, they're done. So. But uh, well, what's going on? Uh, what what do you what's going on? 
down and there. Thank you to Carly for setting us up with, uh, you know. Yeah, passes. Yeah. That was sweet. I got to yeah. I got to get somebody else into a concert, and they probably thought that was really cool. Oh yeah, they yeah they really helped us look really cool to my brother. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> my brother in law thinks we're cool now. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what's going on down there? Down there. Um. Well, let's see. My um, DSA chapter. We are starting to get um first break like clinic together so we had a meeting about that today one of the other um chapters down here i guess had one earlier today and um i think it went pretty well so nice. that's i'm um, starting to spread into west virginia and um it's nice though because we've um there's the whole guide the orleans chapter did so we um kind of were consulting with that as we were going through the meeting today so like um Feels like a lot of the kind of activism down here, we're kind of like cutting trail on stuff. So like um, with the Medicare for All canvassing, we're figuring out, okay, well, which which stores won't chase us off? And like with um, the break light thing, it's like, oh, um, New Orleans has figured out like a bunch of the logistics of this thing for us. So like we don't have to buy like 200 different bulbs for like um, people's break lights. We know like but we need to get 25 of probably. So. Well, yeah, you can also set nice up... to kind of have that... You can also set up, near, set up near an auto parts store, so that way you can just sprint over there and buy them on demand if, like, something shows up. That's what they've done in Columbus. Okay, that's what I've been doing for the Columbus ones? Yeah, yeah. And then we actually... Uh, this Saturday, there is a DSA brake light clinic fundraiser for Columbus. They're going to do them, like, once a month, um, all, like, summer long. Um, they've had a really good result with them, and the people are down with it. So uh, they're going to keep it rolling all all year long. Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah. and then um, there was um, basically in my town, there's like a city council meeting coming up, and they're trying to, um, I guess, put up a ban on clinics that do um, medication assisted treatment within the city limits. So I'm going to go and try and like speak against them doing that because that seems to be one of the things that like actually works the best for getting people off of opioids so hopefully we can um get them to um kind of clear the way for them to, if anything have more of those as we've got like the highest overdose rate in the country yeah it's rough out here especially in this part yeah. of the country well so, um yeah that's kind of like um my update on what we've been doing um, down here in West Virginia. Yeah. Well, thanks for calling in. That's thank you. Yeah. yeah. Is, there, is there a website or a, a link or somewhere can people can go to support? Um. Actually, um, a donation link should be working on a website, which is at um abdsa dot org slash donate so that's like k is in kite um it's called valley dsa just um where charleston the state capital is located so kvdsa.org slash donate if people um want to give some money towards the break light clinic perfect okay. man thanks right thank appreciate you appreciate it yeah keep keep on fighting the good fight keep on street fighting keep on street fighting <laughs> 
in them streets. Under the street light, keep on street fighting. <laughs> That's good. You got yeah. it. <laughs> thanks for calling. Uh, thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to? What's up? How are you guys doing? Good. How's it going? This is Tony. This is uh, Tony from Minion Death Cult. What's up, yeah. Tony? How's it going tonight? <clears throat> I'm fucking fantastic, actually. Uh, I see you guys have killed almost an entire bottle of wine. Well, that's great. Um, oh, I thought you said we've killed yeah, that, a that, bottle. That's okay. Come. No, no, no. I've killed a bottle like four of you. Okay. I'll listen to you in your honor. Oh, thank you. Well, I appreciate that. Man, so it's only going to give me a little bit woozy. How's it going in? How's it going in the uh, in the in the uh, online in the right wing meme world out there? Uh, fucking disgusting. <laughs> every every day, every day I think we've seen the gnarliest thing, and then we see something gnarlier. <laughs> it's, it's every day. Well, uh, tell so uh, Tony is one of the hosts of Minion Death Cult. Yeah, we uh, did a guest spot on there when we were in uh california earlier this year and i'm gonna do it again this saturday actually mm. and yes you are very excited about that yes i am because we have we used to get into that stuff more but i have no taste for it anymore but listening to your podcast you do the best job so because i think like when i see the people that are like half-assed about their hatred it's just like disappointing like i like to see people that are like exemplary at what they do and like you find yeah, like the most moronic people there are. It's insane. I like I I, I skim the surface, but like Alex fucking deep dives, but does that weird diving without a tank like that uh <laughs> free diving? You no, know, like the free diving. Yeah. yeah. He fucking free dives into like the depths of hell. Where we find we like, I think today he posted something today. It was literally somebody calling the Parkland survivors pussies for, for committing suicide from PTSD. Yes, yeah. Like, that... what, is, what kind of sick fuck would think that right away? Yeah. Like, so gross. Yeah. It's but fucking wild. Why they call the blind survivors survive. It, it's fucking wild because, like, I, I, I think a lot of times, like, because, you, you know, we try to be a more positive show and it's like, ah, you know, we, we should be able to work with people. We should be able to work with more people. It'd be great. But then it's like, you know, is it, do you think it's that anonymity? And I know they use their real faces, right? But there's still, when you're typing something in, it's almost like passing a note. It doesn't feel as nasty as you think it sounds. Yeah. But they, do you think it's that or do you think they're just real? Yeah. In my mind, I see it as them like they're imagining, they're always imagining someone that they're arguing against. And like, this is their proclamation to like get a response that they have in their mind that, you know, is like completely destroying the other person. Uh, That's how I feel like that sometimes they they feel about their comments. See, what's what's funny is one of the reasons we actually do make difficult is almost like document this moment in history. So the whole point isn't really like it's neo-Nazis and uh, proud boys. It's like, it's your fucking crazy aunt. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's like, it's that dude, it's that dude work who says weird shit, but then like, but you guys, he really means it. Well, we told, I mean, we joke about it, but um, really when we got started, Brian and I, like with 
getting into Facebook and everything and reading the comments on just regular news and how open people were about like their dreams of, you know, which perfect death cult, you know, their dreams of like everybody dying or like murdering people or these like twisted fantasies that people just open up about publicly on there um, is just so shocking. I, and it was like part of what inspired us to do our show was like, well, somebody can somebody say something like fucking reasonable, I guess. Like, well, you know, if, if someone is going to, to take the um, chop off every uh, rapist dick, you know, line on everything or, you know, that always is looking for blood. It's like those those yeah. those people that are always just fantasizing about pedophiles and the way that they would kill them. I'm like, I'm worried about you, too. You know? Well, it's wild that like I think the thing about that side of it is the outlets that feed it, which I think is the, like the the local news is nothing more than an outlet that feeds red meat to people who want to, I mean, you, you, it's not just cut pedophiles balls off, dude. A lot of times it's like, give the death penalty to a drug dealer. Right. Right. Or like an 11 year old girl deserved to be tased by the police or something like that. True. It's like this, this, this just like constant, it's just constant, like just throwing shit out there for these angry aunts and uncles to just fucking feed on you know well i mean just and, yeah go ahead sorry go ahead local, local, the TV, local tv is <laughs> local tv is the first clickbait you know local cable tv is the first clickbait i mean like tonight we literally covered a story um this episode will come out tomorrow but we talked about a double tree hotel um i saw it <laughs> in colorado you see this I do. I actually have the sign saved on my computer now for use to deploy yeah, later. It's amazing. <laughs> it it's says, amazing. I, I can get that up here real quick. It, it, it was it. So I don't know what happened at this double tree. Uh, the story I read did not. The story that I read did not like really give. I, I guess it didn't give me like a full picture of what happened, but it's just what was handed around was a sign that says we are not serving military members or their families for the rest of the night. <laughs> and it was yeah. like, don't ever do, listen, you work for a business. You cannot serve military members or their families. Never give them proof that you're not serving them because right, right. that will definitely, you will lose your job. It will go viral. Right. Right. That is all those people are part- waiting for. But that's part what they weren't saying. They weren't making an anti-military stance. They were saying that like um, there was a uh, armed services like regalia with like six hundred people in that place, right? And that was done. So they put up a sign saying we're not serving anymore. Like, hey, sorry, event, we're done serving. Right. That's all they were doing. Right, right. But the local news, the local news was like, uh, you know, uh, double tree hates the vets. Right, and then Doubletree Don't. fired the uh, super. Fired members. them. They lost their job. Right. I hope they call in. Yeah. Yeah, we need to get them a strike fund or something. Or not. I mean, it's not <laughs> fair. It, 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 well, even actually, if it was what Brett was, Brett kind of was with me like, well, you know, maybe the military guys were being dickheads. I thought they, I thought, I thought. Oh, no, they, they totally were. They were being, I thought that they were being assholes and that. That's what I had read, at least somewhere, whatever I, the, the article that I skimmed through said that the military 
party was getting out of fucking control and they just had to shut the shit down. I mean, honestly, eventually. though, in the world we live in, uh, Donald Trump's the fucking president world we live in. They're no. allowed to get out of control. You That's just got to put up with it if you're a service worker. It's your grandpa's Navy. Again. Yeah, yeah. Well, seriously, I mean, we, like... We you hear about these guys like demanding discounts and shit like that and getting irate because they don't have a discount. For me, it's like, it, I just give them the fucking discount because they're just going to make trouble. For That's, they want to be, they want to be, um, they want to be oppressed for being in the military. That's their hope. And it's just not true. The world's all catered toward them. They're asking for extra privilege. Yeah, the, 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 well, the bottom line is that, like you said, cable news is clickbait. Like, they, they don't even care. They, they don't, there's no integrity here. They're just right. honest. Yeah. They're just like, let's, let's go ahead and let's, let's stir up like, you know, the, the, this you know, random person at home who's in their mid-50s who they have a nephew that's serving right now. So they're like, oh, what do you mean? You're like, you're basically spitting on my family. Yeah. <laughs> you're basically wiping yourself with my family's crest. Yeah, and then they want my family crest. Just picturing them at home with like a family crest. Just looking at like it. A can of natural light oh, and totally. a dream catcher on it or something. Yeah. But I, I just, like, what is the, what is the purpose of local news, social media? Okay. When the local news was the only thing we could get our weather, like I understood why people tuned into that, right? I don't think yeah. people are tuning into it anymore. I mean, I think there are certain people, like, like when you say 50-year-old ants, yes, they're tuning into it, but I think the numbers but, are low now. But local cool. news is still big online. I mean, they, they have a big enough name that get that engagement. Enough people do like those pages i follow local news all the places i live Dallas still there they are gigantic there's like there's like scandals and shit that happen only in like the dc local news you know? Jeez. Well, having a screen cap of the thing that you're mad about of a local news channel saying that you should be mad about it it, it validates it's like, yeah. getting your, it's like getting your grades notarized. That's getting true. Notarized. That's true. Exactly right. You That's know? exactly right. No, this isn't, you know, tricornerhat.us. Yeah. This is the CNBC affiliate town, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, and, and we're just... You know you can't put a lie on the TV. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, hey, I have that thing now. My new... It's, like, it's not an InfoWars link, so you can run with it to everybody you know and share it. And my new theory is if it happens on a screen, they think it's fucking real. Yeah. Like, there's there's a lot more. Uh, NBC4Columbus.com is something you're allowed to use as a source. WBNSNTColumbusOhio, yeah. you're allowed to use yeah. that. But the people that own franchises are all fucking nuts yeah and they're all the 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 social media interns for something like nbc affiliates in cities they need to generate talk yeah and they know 
what kind of story framed and what kind of what because it's like yeah, I mean, they don't even read the stories they know is, they don't read the stories see, but this and but, but even like all of this is true this is the traditional culture like this is everything that we're turning against i believe is this harsh ugly callous gross unforgiving view of the world the death call as it is it really is these people that are like think they're sweet as a peach but will kill anyone for making a mistake you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it, we, we've developed this thing, and it's, it's been, honestly, it's been pretty tried and tested. So there's this rule where whenever there's any political discourse, it can only go so long before someone compares whatever they're mad about to Nazis. Sure. And there's some name for it. I don't know what it is. But Godwin's Law. Uh, yeah. Is that what it is? Yes. It is now. Uh, but we've developed... Um, Opinions law, which is at some point in American political discourse discussion, there will be a call for a civil war. Right. And it happens every fucking time. It doesn't matter what it is, like literally, from the cheese challenge, the, the, the cheese guys throwing cheese at some babies, baby faces. <laughs> oh, no. That, that, that led to abortion talk, which led to, like, I'm ready to kill people that kill the babies. I'm ready, to, I'm ready to kill my neighbor. And like it happens, doesn't matter what the topic is, if it's American political discourse, Nathan's law dictates that there will be a call for civil war. How bad do you think they really do want to f- fight, though, I guess? I, like, I think in their heart oh, they so want to fight, in their heart of hearts, but they can't, they just soft people. They just want to, I mean, they just want to validate it. I don't know, they want to be to prove that they, they're willing to go that far, but I just, I just... Everybody's so fucking gentle when you're in public, you know, like, and nobody's really popping off. That's what is, you know, it's kind of tough. And I think you, you, I know your father as well, but, uh, seeing Gwen, like one of the tough things of watching Gwen grow old is that she still believes that like adults have like movie and sitcom type type dialogue where we're all like cutting each other up and like cracking on each other and like snappy about shit where it's not like we're just sitting around like shrugging our shoulders, you know, just saying dumb shit, you know, it's, you know, she thinks that, so it feels intimidating when you feel like everybody else is, you know, doing their best. It's like everybody else just wants to get by. He's trying, you know, they don't hate you. They just want you out of their way. Really? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, and like they, they might they might hate you, but I'm um, like you keep that shit to yourself. They do. Nice my face, like I, you know, yeah, that, right. that, Like that kind of works, you know. I'd almost prefer that. Um, but then, but then you see like you don't want to stumble upon like your coworkers. You know, uh, I have a coworker who uh, she has like a patriotic fitness feed on. Instagram. Great. Oh, no. Instagram um, on that feed. And she, and she was like, she was like, tell me about it. And like, I didn't, I purposefully did not listen to what it was called because we have a very cordial relationship. Yeah. We're nice to each other. We say hello. I know, I know that she has some pretty fucked views. Like, yeah. I work with her. Um, you know, I've called her out about some weird things she's done before and um, she thought of vice versa, but not really. Um, and but I don't need this. I don't need to make it worse by seeing her online cousins. No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just. Yeah. It, it's like it, it's just that they have the power to make those fucking votes that like fuck with the rest of us, and they're obsessed with fucking with us. You know. That's yeah. they, they just yeah. can't stop. 
encroaching on the the rest of us that just don't want to fall in line with their stupid death call. And it's so hideous that they call it. I mean, a good minions law would be to see how long any any page that has patriotic, no matter what in it, descends into civil war talk. (laughs) Like patriotic fitness probably descends into civil war talk daily. (laughs) If it had any type of like, so dude, my my feed is so fucked. It's so crazy because I you know I look at this stuff right. So my my Instagram suggested feed. Is um, a bunch of like Blue Lives Matter stuff and like uh, grunt like, style. Fit gun, fit gun owners. It's like that, which is like I mean, I'm all fitness. I mean, guns are kind of cool too. That's a whole different discussion. But like when you marry it under that umbrella and then put like a Spartan shield on your chest, it gets real weird. Well, you know, it's <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, you know, I love that's what I love on those Instagram. I get stuck when watching those guys doing their like practice runs where they have like set up like a bunch of boxes and hay bales in a field and they're like running around doing drills. And throughout most of it, like you can tell that their experience comes from video games because they're like standing, just fully standing up with no coverage. And like, I'm just taking out bad guys, you know, it's like, (laughs) I mean, they're going to be shooting at you too, buddy. You know, you're not just going to get up and like kill 12 people like you're uh, Christian Bale in equilibrium, you know, (laughs) someone's going to fucking. My, my all time, my all time favorite feed right now. And there's a ton of them. is like tactical babes. Uh, I've been on there before. It's always like two pictures next to each other. And it's like a woman in like it's like a woman in uniform, like a cop uniform or like a paramedic uniform. And then like the next picture is like her in a bikini. And they're like, Can you believe she's both people? And it's like, Yeah, dog, like she has a job and twins. Like that's not a big deal. Yeah. But then it'll be like a third third panel was like, and she can all load equip like no one's business. And it's like a slow motion thing where they're like shooting a gun. And sometimes they'll have like movie movie makeup on them where they're like kinda tattered have like fake blood on them but they're also like in a bikini in combat for some fucked up reason. <laughs> those are my favorite those are my favorite because I know those are just like those are like just creeps it's pin up it's just pin up yeah Oh, fantasy it, it's it's so good it's like I don't know it's this weird you know like, what if like Warner Cross was like more of a badass like what if she was like a marine what if she was like an operator <laughs> What if she wasn't an an archaeologist? She was an operator. That'd be way cooler. Right. What if she did something worthwhile with her time? What if she served her country? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I don't even fucking go to museums. I don't want her shit. Uh, well, thanks for calling in, Tony. We appreciate it. Uh, we got to get some the rest of these calls going. We're up late tonight. Real quick, real quick. Okay. Really weird that you guys brought up Dream Pop. I like just discovered Dream Pop last week. Wow. Good, right? Um, super random. It's so, so good. But yeah. There are two artists that I'm really into that you didn't mention. And they're uh, George Clanton and CPFX. Super good. Super bangers. And also going to plug the show. Minion Death Cult. Check it out. Thanks. Thanks, guys. And, and yeah. Talk for next got to do more stuff with these guys. I love them. Yeah. Brett, I want yeah, yeah. to... Uh, I'll, I'll party with you all. Yeah. For sure. So somebody sent me uh, some info on... Uh, People Helping People CEO. Oh, really? <laughs> Are they an undercover boss? So, 
<laughs> how no he sent me a video that's titled how no sex for 17 months made me a millionaire life of an entrepreneur well this is your type made of me talk a millionaire. this is your type of talk and listen to this okay i gotta i'm sorry i'm having trouble finding it um okay so he went he went celibate for 17 months to concentrate he spent something like hundred and twenty thousand dollars on a painting of him hanging out in a shelter with mlk tupac and the shah of iran and Einstein and JFK is in there. Whoa, that's fun. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. Well, that's the kind of stuff we would do if we had a lot of money. <laughs> I can't say I wouldn't he, do that. He also sells t-shirts on his website since they 1.8 G. Oh, that's, that's what, what he had. had in high school. That's great. That's inspirational. <laughs> that's someone you could look up to. This guy's a fucking king, man. Yeah, I had a zero. He's authentic. Yeah, I had a zero point something GPA, buddy. That was bad. All right. Uh, how, what do we? How many we got left here? Two, two to go. We got two to go. Let's get them both done. And 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 these are our last two calls. It'll be a two-hour show. That's not bad. Thank you for calling Street Fight Radio. What's up, Street Fighters? How's it going? Great. How are you tonight? Uh, doing pretty good. Uh, just uh, smoking some lounge and uh, having some anchor steam. No, I, I drink that anchor steam. They're a they're a union brewery now. Yeah, dude. What's going uh, on tonight? So uh, I actually just, I just have like one very quick story. Okay. Um, so uh, um, working a uh, this is uh, this is a Steve from Lawrence. I think I've called in here before. I've talked to uh, here a little bit about like my uh, work at grocery stores and stuff like that. Um, but uh, so I work at a co-op here in Lawrence, uh, and uh, here is a uh, where we're actually starting to kind of start to take in, like, uh, more, like, WIC and stuff like that. Uh, we're taking in a lot more products that, like, will, uh, that are, like, that we can, like, sell through WIC and stuff like that, so that way more people who are, like, low income can, like, shop at our store and stuff like that. Uh-huh. So, um, well, however, we are kind of located sort of a sort of high-income neighborhood, you know? <laughs> um, so we had customer kind of recently... Uh, make, make kind of make a scene because we were uh, starting to carry like all these products that were <laughs> basically like cheap, and and she literally actually said, uh, "I just I just don't want these people here." And Holy like, shit! Oh, okay, we're going. You're just going ahead and laying it right on the table. Uh, so um, that was like a really weird uh, thing to. For, for like me to think about because uh, we are actually thinking about expanding into uh, like like Kansas City, Kansas, uh, into a like not like basically not as um, like not not as high income neighborhood like area basically sure um, caring uh, caring a lot more to them and uh, so yeah it's um, gonna be it, it's gonna be a lot more uh, it's it, it's gonna be a lot nicer to be to be honest. Like, yeah, those people like, aren't as much of an assholes as what you can get for at the other place. That's the thing. It's probably yeah, yeah, yeah. The customer base is a lot nicer. But the thing is, the thing that kind of bothered me about it is like they were thinking about uh, also moving to Kansas City, Missouri, uh, into uh, like there's also uh, areas that uh, also could be also very well served in that area too, and just and. There are areas that would be also very accessible to people from KCK as well uh, in, the, in a lot of those areas. So, but the thing is, what they did is they basically, like right after right to work, uh, got uh, sort of 
um, abolished in, in Missouri, they were immediately like, okay, well, so we're going to be doing it in uh, KCK. So uh, it, um, it was like uh, one thing I kind of got thinking about and stuff like that and like how uh, co-ops, uh, a lot of people like really, really seem to like them and stuff like that. However, the problem is, is like they just like in comparison to like unions and stuff like that, they just do not stack up. There's not as many protections and stuff like that. Uh, and uh, and a lot of uh, issues at our location where uh, their customers have, or I'm sorry, uh, employees who have been uh, let go uh, for some kind of questionable spit. Okay. And uh, basically there have been times where uh, someone has been kind of fired for quote-unquote, like, eat, like, time theft or whatever, or, like, stealing, like, one drink when they were, like, giving it giving it for free or something like that. Right, and, right. Like, the story's kind of... Some Jordan shit. Wanna... So the real thing is, like, with, like, a co-op, as long as, like, a co-op, that thing, as long as you're in a white-to-work state, don't, don't have any protections, stuff like that. And so, like, that's one thing I really, like, wanted to kind of just talk about is that how, like, uh, like people will still kind of like tout co-ops as being like really really cool as like as as being like you know super uh, protective of workers and stuff like that. However, um, despite that whole like kind of democratic looking scheme that they kind of give it, um, they don't really offer like any protection for workers unless you're like basically protected by unions or just not like they just still just fire you for for any reason and stuff like that. So yeah, it's um. Uh, really, uh, kind of, uh, kind of like it's just one something I wanted, I wanted to discuss on here and stuff like that. So it's been a while since I uh, called in. So uh, kind of just wanted to like, like hear that like brief little story there and that brief little kind of aside that I had uh, kind of going there with it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, that that whole thing is like when you're dealing like co-ops are often, well. It's hard to say that they're, they're often... people in the chat saying work is time theft, and I totally agree with. You. Yeah, there's there's well, there's yeah. co-op. Uh, there are a lot of grocery co-ops in neighborhoods where they don't welcome people, uh, where they might not welcome people on WIC. Yeah, for sure. And, and like, uh, that's a tough thing because it's like you want to open one up, and you. I would love to open one up in a place that was accessible and easy to get to where the police aren't going to fucking harass you, where this woman isn't going to say, I don't want yeah. you in my store. Like I want to open yeah. something there. And we still let her in the store too. That's the fucked up thing. Right. And the food, but, but it is the shitty thing is about those ethically sourced things is that they're all just so fucking expensive and like, yeah, sort of out of reach I mean, of we, those yeah, people. Please, anyway, they actually are like, like we're competing with like uh, even from like sometimes like even like Whole Foods prices and stuff like that every now and then. But like, yeah, it's still it's still kind of pricey to shop where I'm at, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That, well, I mean, it's just it's impossible not to be. I mean, the and the thing about it is, uh, you know, in human nature, people don't want to 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 really work on stuff. People just want to get do leave things how they are. So they feel like co-op is good enough why why work on it anymore and but you know you, you should keep rethinking about it and you know mentioning things like workers protections and how important those things are you know but what do you uh, what, what exactly that means as being a member of it you know it's like when you talk to this so the woman that said i don't want them here 
so what what are we doing here then right what are we doing at this co-op is it is it just so i feel good because i have the money to it's sort of like those vegans right that that'll oh everybody has to fucking we all need to be a vegan and it's like uh the the, the, our culture uh, we had like some vegans like come in and just like uh, put a whole bunch of stickers on our meat like and just like leave without buying anything that was nice it was uh pretty i mean not eating as much i i think vegetarian is fine and cool and we should be encouraging Mm -hmm. people to move in that direction but like like Mm -hmm. vegan cheese is fucking expensive and you can say all you want like oh you don't fucking need cheese but if you want people to like they're not gonna good vegan cheese is way more expensive right yeah and and we just don't have a culture like we only know how to make shit with cheese is what i'm trying to say we only know how yeah. to make a certain kind of food from when we're kids. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. makes it very right. hard yeah. to change your habits in that way. Mac and cheese. All that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Man, I'm starving for some mac and cheese and cheeseburgers now. <laughs> we always talk about food, I think, every time I call in. Last time I, last time I called in, I think we were talking a while about barbecue. Love to Can't eat. Barbecue. Love to eat. Yeah. But it's yeah. my favorite thing to eat. But yeah, real quick. Oh, sorry. What was it? What, what, what was your favorite thing to eat? Food. <laughs> oh, food. That's my favorite thing. Why well, don't you? Got yeah, a, especially breakfast. You got a, anything to promote? Yeah, uh, I want to plug my. Well, first off, uh, Abu Ganoush in the chat wants to say uh, uh, good day, and good also uh, want to plug my uh, my Twitch real quick. Uh, Kansas Beach Patrol. Nice. All right, go to Kansas Beach Patrol and watch his Twitch. We're not on Twitch enough during the day. Yeah. I appreciate you calling in. And it is something that, I mean, what you just said is a really important thing to think about too, you know? What are we even doing? That's what Whole Foods is to me. Whole Foods is one of those places that are like, what are we even doing here? Is this actually better? Well, the Amazon... Like Whole Foods and Trader Joe's and stuff, yeah. The Amazon thing switched it up. Sure. Before, though, right. there was a lot of times where I thought, what are we even... Fu- why? Why are we doing this? Like, yeah. What's the point? Why... Everything's $4 more here. Right. This right. isn't helping anybody. Right. Nobody. Right. <laughs> it is. I mean, what what people do get out of it, though, is not having to shop with regular people. Mm-hmm. And they... And- they <laughs> moral high ground, too, dude. I mean... And moral, yeah, and all the. F- and then I get hired, and then like you know. And then you get to say all your food is clean. I'm a clean person. Only clean, only clean foods go in my body. I, I definitely remember like being one of the people that really pushed them getting like to put, put more like fried stuff in the in the hot bar depot. Definitely, <laughs> definitely the devil on the shoulder of that place. Yeah, people love fried chicken from the goddamn hot bar. Like, yeah, have you? Has that- look, we have a, we have a real dank uh, fried chicken sandwich. You know, uh, uh, this, uh, that stir peanut butter gets oil all over the fucking kitchen. Have you ever heard of Jif? Oh, geez. Now you're being evil, but you're right. <laughs> that stir peanut butter is dog shit. <laughs> That's the thing, though, about our culture, right? That's what I'm trying to say about our culture, though, is that, like, so I have lived in a world where for 20 for 30 fucking years, you didn't have to stir your peanut butter. Yeah. <laughs> and now all of a sudden, they're like, you need to be eating that peanut butter you stir. And it's like, fuck, really? Yeah. I got to stir this shit now? 
Yeah, it's so sloppy. I'm going to pour it on my sandwich. You have to hold the sandwich sideways and, like, catch the drippings as you hold it. Our kids are going to be way better. Like, the way Brett's kid eats, dude. Brett's kid is a fucking going to be a master of eating when she gets older. She, I mean, she might be, she's going to be diabetic real soon. I mean, she eats motherfucking avocados. She eats hummus. She's eating. I mean, she's, like, eating all this stuff. I remember when she was real little. I saw Brett feed her a pepper one time and I fucking almost peed my pants. I was like, you just got a kid to eat a fucking pepper, dude, yeah. right on. You you know, that's because you made her eat. Yeah. I fucked up. I was like, Dolly, you don't have to eat anything you're uncomfortable with because my parents made me eat zucchini bread once. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. Yeah, we're going to get out of we here. We got one more, calling, to go. one hey, more to good, go. Have a good night, Street Fighters. Love y'all. Peace. One more to go. This is it. Ooh, uh, the final call. We did pretty good tonight, man. Yeah, we did. No we stayed strong. We made it through. Persevered. Jason delivered with the sound. Yeah, we're round doing applause, it, man. Round we're on sound. The What's up? Who's this? Hi. Hi. This is Buddha from Indiana. Oh, sweet. What's going on tonight? Uh, not much. I'm hanging out with Jay from Indiana as well. What's up, Jay? How's it going? What are y'all doing? You guys, y'all, y'all like drinking? Uh, I was. I was having a vodka tea. A vodka what? Teeny. I thought you said I was having a vodka and cheese. At first, and I was like, I'm interested in what that is. (laughs) I used to tell people back in the day... That, like, I wanted to throw a party and have, like, bologna shots, which would just be, like, cheap <laughs> vodka with, a, like, a bologna type of shot glass. And you just fucking throw the thing in your mouth. But now I think we could fucking make bologna-infused vodka. Yeah, it wouldn't be hard. Let's fucking make... Okay, put that on the list. Yeah, put some, like... You gotta put peppers in there, too, dude. And olives or something. Put that... For, like, we'll a martini. Vegan bologna. For a martini. Bologna. Bologna. We'll find... Bologna. We'll get vegan bologna so you can drink it. We'll get you some bologna vodka. Give me, a, give me a faux ham salad. Take a scoop of that and put it in a martini. You'll do it. Brett will do it. <laughs> Brett's my hero now because of the, uh, the menthol tobacco flavored vodka. I feel like with him and with Jason in the room now, there's nothing that this room won't eat. Yeah. <laughs> They're both very gross guys when it comes. My wife, they're t- so Jason and Brett are kind of at a standstill. We've had these uh, crickets in the basement since last Wednesday. Brett told Jason, oh, oh yeah, yeah, I've been eating crickets to get uh, a protein. It's really good. And Jason was like, you're fucking eating crickets? <laughs> like, he couldn't believe he was eating crickets. So now we have a bag of crickets down here. Yeah, they're good. For whatever Jason gets up the guts to eat some crickets. <laughs> yeah, they taste like taco. <laughs> sorry, Sorry to... Get you off track there. What's going on tonight? <laughs> no, no, it's cool. Um, so this is my first time following. In fact, I've started listening to uh, the podcast very recently. And um, I have stories for you. And I was curious, which y'all would like to hear. I have a shitty landlord story, or I have a shitty boss story. Well, we like bosses. So what we do in the two-story case... Is we say, give us one, and then we'll probably get the other. We can get both of these, right? You think, Brent? 
I mean, we hate landlords and bosses. It's like yeah, asking it's hard us. to pick. It's a real hard choice. So we don't have to. We don't have to make that choice. No, we don't have to. We, we decide when this show ends. Yeah. There is nobody telling us when this show ends, and we're only at two hours. If so, we choose not to decide, we still have made a choice. Good. All Thanks, right, Let's start. <laughs> Thanks, Kenny. I'll do the So, uh, what's the boss one first? Yeah. Okay. So, this is probably like three years ago. Um, probably a year after I had moved to uh, the city I currently live in. And I got this job at a shitty rolled sandwich place. Like, they would roll their sandwiches and like, tortillas. Oh, oh I love they those. They would chop them up. And them. Can, can I ask you a question? Was it roly-poly yeah. sandwiches? I know you can't say oh it, my but God. am I on <laughs> the right path? <laughs> Them motherfuckers got... They had the best... I've never had a roly-poly. They had the best wraps I've ever had in my life, wow. and I will never have a bad... It had sun-dried wow. tomatoes and bacon and turkey and lettuce and then some kind of a, a, a hot sauce ranch combo. And it just was... They were tight wraps. Nothing wow. fell out. They were fantastic. Roly but you don't have to incriminate yourself. Roly, maybe I did have a roly poly. <laughs> it was in Pickerington. Yeah, that they're roly poly right. in Pickerington. Yeah, I was. I lived out there. I'm sorry to. I'm sorry to out that it's roly poly. Oh no. <laughs> so, well, I believe that the sandwiches are probably good, but you know this experience just ruined the whole thing for me. Okay. Uh, How can a roll so boss at a place called Roly Poly be bad? You don't want to know how they get it so you don't want to know how they get it so roly and poly. <laughs> Let's hear. Let's hear. All right. So like I have like chronic migraines, you know, it's like a, a thing I've dealt with since I was younger. Um and my boss is kind of a hippie type and very specifically told me that I would never be able to call in for a migraine uh because she believes that it is something that can be healed with the power of crystals. Oh, jeez. Did she bring you the crystals? No, she didn't. Uh, she didn't even suggest where to get them. It was never an option. She just told me that could happen. She, uh, she never gave you... Stuff, can I add, She never gave you a crystal, yeah. never got you in contact with, like, a shaman or a guru or anything like that? No. No. <laughs> I want some crystals. She told me that up front, like, the first day I came in. Um, oh my god! But I probably worked there for like a month. Like, uh, I was like a month in, never missed a single day of work, and I got like, like the stomach flu. I got the flu or something, and it was in the middle of summer. And I call her, you know, I'm just like, I can't come in, I can't help you, like, you know, open the door. I'm like, you know, I'm in the bathroom, I'm vomiting, it's like that. And uh, she straight up like, there's a pause on the phone, and she told me, I know you're fucking lying to me. Oh <laughs> like, what are you talking about? And she's like, "There is no way you can get the flu in the summer. You're lying to me." Well, it's a now, seasonal disease. It's not what? seasonal. Yeah. So, uh, Brett had to pee. I want to tell him the first part. So, uh, there's this person has chronic migraines. Uh -huh. At the interview, the boss goes. I am not going to excuse any absences for chronic migraines because that's something that crystals can fix. Oh, really? <laughs> but no, like. Well, yeah. Give referral. you give give me some of those. Yeah. Yeah. None. Give they, me what you got. Give me some. 
Give me some of those moon rocks, I some know. of that MDMA. I'll take crystals. I would if somebody. I'll told take some me, crystal meth if that'll help my no, headache. That's not what they're talking about. If somebody told me, Brian, okay, check it out. Like, put some obsidian on your head, and your headache will go away. Yeah. I would try it for once, sure. One time, and I bet you, you know what they'd say when it didn't work. Oh, you weren't believing in it hard enough. That's, yeah. That's why hypnotism don't work on me. Because I don't believe in it hard enough. Actually, I've also never been hypnotized. That is wild. So, and and she like, was she like really in tune? You were really sick, right? You're allowed to say if you weren't. Oh, yeah. Like, like I was like, uh, I was, I've been up since like, uh, like 3 a.m. I was supposed to go in at like 7 a.m. I was just vomiting the whole time. And uh, she told me, you know, I don't believe you. You're lying to me. I was like, um, okay, well, give me an hour. I'll get, like, you know, I'll get prepared. I want this job. Like, what can I do? I won't work with food. Like, maybe I can eat before I'll do something. And she was like, no, you just told me you were sick. You can't come in. Oh, like, God. What the fuck do you want me to do? You never told me that part of it. I fucking need for so much more <laughs> But, yeah, I was like, I don't know what you want me to do. And she was like, well, I want you to know you're not coming back. And oh, I was like, oh. Yeah. So she fires me over the phone, like, there for, like, three and a half weeks. And I had not missed a single day of work. And I just, I've never had that particular kind of just, like, what the fuck experience before. It was wild. I've always yeah. felt that, I've always felt that, like, one of the greatest in one of the greatest injustices that you can endure is getting fired for calling in sick when you're really sick. <laughs> like it's the worst. Yeah, that, that how stings. Many, <laughs> fucking stings. How many times have you called in sick when you weren't sick and got away with it? <laughs> and then it's like, oh, I'm, I'm fucking sick. I'm throwing because you always call. Most people go in sick unless yeah. they're shitting. Shitting is the key. Yeah. To being I'm not going to have doo-doo, but the whole time I'm at work. No, you can't. <laughs> you can't do it. It's impossible. Yeah. I mean, I'll go to work with a... Listen, I'm sorry, food service. You know? I'm sorry, people that have gotten sick from me working in food service and having a snotty nose or like a cold or something. I'll just go to work. I can't lose the damn money. And the boss is going to scream at me or tell me to use crystals. I've I've toughed out many oh, yeah. different illnesses. <laughs> I once did a whole day with food poisoning. So I in the morning. Oh, yeah. So in the morning we had a banquet for work. Right, you had to be there at seven a.m. and it was at a place by the airport. <laughs> and they had a buffet style breakfast. And you know those big things, uh, the 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 heating. Things, the big, with the sterno. They called them a sterno at the place I work with. You put a little sterno under it and it yeah. keeps it lit up. They have one of those, like, totally full of bacon. All the way to the top. I, personally, at this time in my life, had never seen that much bacon. Like, they didn't let you have, <laughs> like, there was just nowhere that was like, take as much bacon as you want. So I, like, took a lot of bacon. And I basically <clears throat> just ate bacon for breakfast. Mm. And that bacon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. It wasn't epic bacon times. I'm telling you, this happened in like 2003. And uh, I like started sweating. I like was really like while I was at work, I was like sweating. 
And I kept having to like drive home because I lived on the where I was working. I kept having to drive home and go to the bathroom and then throw up outside the van before yeah, I, I went into people's houses to like work. And like, I feel like that's one of the bravest moments of my life that I ever like endured <laughs> that. It was yeah. the, the hardest thing I've ever done. Yeah. I would never do it again. Being sick at work is incredible sometimes. You do feel like accomplished by the end of it. Uh, but you take that medicine, that oh, yeah. over-the-counter medicine that like really tears well, you up. Sometimes you don't, yeah. And it makes you flip. My wife took Sudafed the other yeah, day. Yeah, I don't was do like, that. This is fucked. Yeah, that makes you go bonkers. So what was the bad landlord story? We go bad landlord here. Oh, yeah. This one's not as funny. It's more like, uh, oh, wow, this is fucking shitty. Uh, so um, this was like an upcoming lease. You know, I'm trying to live with my partner, Jay, over here. And, uh, you know, we're doing our best to get a place to live. And uh, I have an emotional support animal, a, a dog. I love the fuck out of it. It's a, a good-ass animal. Um, you know, I got the paperwork for it. I went through enough therapy and talked to, like, you know, this person long enough that they were like, yeah, you, you need it. Um, I got the updated papers. I'm no longer seeing the therapist. Uh, I'm seeing a new one, but, you know, it didn't seem like a big deal. So uh, we signed this lease. You know, we, um, everything is fine. The landlord was weird when she found out that it was a pit bull. But, you know, pit bulls are beautiful animals. They're fantastic animals. Um, and, you know, it wasn't a big deal until like, they heard the new documents. You know, being like, oh, yeah, here's the updated documents from my old therapist saying, yeah, you know, keep the prescription. You keep this animal. And she straight up told us that, like, there's no way I'm accepting this if you're not currently seeing this doctor. And, like, that doesn't seem right. Like, uh, we called a few, like, lawyers. We, uh, you know, asked around, asked our friends. Everyone was like, yeah, no, that's not right. You had a doctor prescribe you an animal. If you're going to to keep this prescription, you need to keep this prescription. And, like, there is no way she would budge. Like, no way. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, Jay, you know, called her and was just like, is this a legal issue? Like, you can you provide us any legal documents proving that this is what you need? Just danced around it. She just kept saying, no, I can't accept it, I can't do this. Like, well, okay, if you can't, you should tell us why you can't so we can figure this out. Like, I don't want to spend another $300 on a new therapist to get this person to give me, you know, a new prescription when I already got it. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like they just, I mean, it sucks, but it sounds like this lawyer just, or this landlord just doesn't want you to move in. I've had that happen to us at times where it would just, it all of a sudden became like very hard to get, like, it's like, oh, we're interested in you. Here's the rent. Come and look at the apartment. And then they're like, uh, they probably found somebody better than me. And they want to give it to them. Oh, well, that's like Magachet. So they're like, like, you know, maggot sheds and, like, I'm queer, very visibly queer, I'm trans, you know, I'm in a, like, a queer relationship. person would not respect my pronouns, didn't, like, you know, was just real, real shit about it. Uh, I have no doubt in my mind that this probably played a role in it, you know, maybe, you know, someone who's a Trump supporter, probably not the biggest fan of queer trans people, uh, well, and especially it, not mentally ill queer trans people. The thing that sucks so, the most is, like, trying to... You can't really, I mean, it sucks because you can't really prove these things either. Like people get fired for this stuff yeah. all the time and like people get fired yeah. for being trans all the time. 
and there's just yeah. they're like well it's at will i just decided i don't want you here because i don't like you and it's like fuck you know it, it's bullshit I, yeah. I really feel for you there oh yeah well we found a new place it's gonna work out pretty good it's nicer uh my opinion but this has been a whole ordeal we broke the lease she like was real mad and angry with us every time we tried to combat this and then the second we broke the lease she was like super cordial and nice because <laughs> of course she was yeah <laughs> so, well, yeah, yeah, less of a fun story. Yeah. But. Well, the first one was was very fun. So, uh, crystals oh, to fix a migraine. Well, thank you for calling and thank you for being the last yeah, caller. Absolutely. And hey, thanks for everybody for calling tonight, right? It yeah. Like, it's been a hard few weeks. We're going to do the call in show next Sunday. Then we're going to leave on tour. And then when we come back, we'll have call-in shows again for many Sundays in a row until we leave on tour again. And we love every one of you equally, but some of you more than others, but I'm not going to say who. Right. Keep it that way. Thank you for listening to Street Fighter Radio. If you want more of what we do, you can find us on uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash Street Fighter Radio. Bonus shows, zines, video, all of that is available there uh, on Patreon. Uh did you uh did you have anything you wanted to say before we go? Come see us in New York, Boston, yeah. Philly, and Portland, Maine. Yeah, if you go to streetfightradio.com on the main page, there is a link there to all of the tour dates. Uh we're coming to the to the East Coast in just like 10 days, very right around the corner. Very nervous. April 3rd in Philly, April 6th in New York. We're going to have Katie Halper, we're going to have uh, Leslie Lee, we're going to have Matt, Will, and Felix from Chapo. It's going to be a fucking awesome show on Saturday in New York City. Uh, we're going to be hanging out with Kath and Rachel, watching WrestleMania. At, Brian says he's he's going to get fucked up for it, so it'll if be a good time. If I get the drugs that I want, I I will, too. Party. I'm going to do something crazy. I'm going to fucking shroom or something. Uh, and then we're going to do Portland, Maine on the 9th, right? Wednesday the 9th. And then we're going to do Boston on Friday the 12th. The tickets are available. You can get the tickets for Boston at store.streetfightradio.com. We can only sell 199 tickets because if we sell 200, we have to hire the fucking police. So uh, we definitely aren't going to do that. So get in there before it sells out. We can only do one show. It's going to go fucking crazy. Boston, I want you to be as crazy as I expected. Yeah, yeah. Blow it up. Uh, thanks for listening and supporting what we do. Find us on all the social media. We're Street Fight. Peace.